Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Real Talk Podcast, episode 31. As always, I'm joined alongside my beautiful co-hosts, Seth, Cam, and Tyler. We have a packed agenda. Usually, we say episodes are not going to be as long as we think they are. This one actually might be pretty long. We're going to be reviewing Air, Super Mario Bros. We got a ton of trailer drops from across the Spider-Verse and Barbie and Ahsoka. Star Wars, the panel happened yesterday, and there's a ton of Star Wars news that I am sure our resident Star Wars man, Seth, is really excited to talk about. I knew you were going to say that. I don't know why. (laughs) Uh, Cam, uh, Star Wars is the one with the lightsabers, by the way. Um, Got you. Uh, as always, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to push as much content as possible. We got the Patreon up and running. Uh, all, all of this is possible because of the support you guys give us. We love sitting down together for a couple hours on a Saturday or Sunday and just talking movies. It's obviously what we all enjoy doing. So thank you guys for all the continued support. We are, of course, on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Letterboxd. Subscribe on YouTube if you haven't uh apple podcasts i don't know if you can like or subscribe or whatever but do something there you can follow you You can can follow 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 us on apple Podcasts and and uh uh, review rate and rate so rate us five stars unless you hate us rate us one i don't care just rate us thank you don't do that don't do that (laughs) um and shout out our boy adamson visuals he uh he is our guy putting together all of our amazing graphics so big shout out to him contact him for any of your graphic design needs gentlemen we got a lot to talk about, so let's just get right into the episode. How was everyone's week? Tyler, we'll start with you. How you doing, man? Doing good. Normally, I feel like uh, the last two weeks, especially with the time change, I feel like I come on here, I'm like, oh, I'm super tired, but I mean, I am tired today, but I'm just making the decision. I'm happy, and I'm awake. It's episode mm-hmm. 31. I'm just going to be fully energetic, and we're going to have a great episode today. Uh, it's been a good week. I've uh, been getting into YouTube, so that's always a grind, like, just... The videos just take so much longer to make and edit as Seth, like I know you know, and George, I know you know from your vlog, like it's just a different level of commitment when you make a YouTube video. So my, my one vlog video, that, that one vlog video I posted, I didn't even edit it, Victoria did. But even my, that, my take yes. no, no time. I just Love record that. and post. I'm not editing anything ever. Fair enough. I, yeah, because you can just like cap, because I think Seth's like you just cap cut yourself in, right? No, no, I just record on Loom and then record my laptop. It's simple as that. Oh, so Loom is just a software. Uh, I record my webcam. Yeah, I kind of figured yours were just like, yeah, you would record the laptop, record, yeah. The main yeah. effort for mine is just making the tier list and getting the images. Yeah. Once yeah. It's, done, <laughs> it's, easy. it's it. deciding on the tiers to put things on. Yeah, I texted you yeah, guys pretty much, yeah. I respect the shit out of you guys for taking on YouTube. That is a different animal and so mm. much time commitment that obviously we all have full-time jobs. So well done to the two of you. Yeah, it's fun oh, though. Uh, it's like a different different level of uh, video making because you know you gotta you don't have to tighten your your takes as much as you have to do on TikTok. But had my uh, had that interview with the How to Blow Pipeline. I saw you made that note of that. That was yes, a fun experience. Very nerve wracking because basically, so like I had three total interviews and they were at like so my time. They were like nine a.m., noon, and like three p.m. So they're all spread out by like three hours. But I only got like five minutes each. So I had like three hours in between each one that I literally just spent like prepping and just like chilling. Cause like, there's no way I was able to just go and like relax and do something and take my mind off it for like three hours. I'm like, Oh shit. I have like an interview with someone in like two hours. So I was just <laughs> nervous pretty much the entire day. Very intimidating. Cause like, it was like a zoom call where like I was on with them, 
But there's like eight other people on the call that like you can see like you know on a Zoom call like, you can see their names like their faces weren't on like the cameras wasn't on but there's just like eight other yeah. people looming around just like in case okay. like I ask a question they don't want answered or something, and one That's of the persons so like. Yeah, one of the person would, like, turn their webcam on every two minutes to, like, basically like, hold up a sign and be like, you have this much time left, and it'd be, like, 30 <laughs> seconds, 15 seconds, like, oh, fuck, like, I kind of hate this. I'm panic. I yeah, it's yeah like... that sounds so stressful. Did yeah. you have Tyler to, like... Did... Go on, yeah, go. go. I was, I was just, just saying, say... did you have to, like, edit the video together and... <laughs> Stop talking. Uh, and, like, did you have to give them a draft that they had to, like... Did they edit the video together, or did you... No, I edited the video together. So basically, like, I did exactly what I do for this podcast. I recorded it with, like, my OBS software. However, they were also recording on Zoom on their end. But, okay. so I was, like, they, they basically gave me a window of, like, an hour. I could choose, like, a five-minute window in. And I chose the first five-minute window for every hour. So I was basically, like, their first interview of the day for each actor. That's a good idea. And, <laughs> like, all of them... Ariel, okay, I'll give Ariel credit. She was right on time. But the other ones were like 10, 15 minutes late. So I was just like sitting there and like I had my like OBS recording. So I like wanted to be ready to record right when it came. And for Lucas Gage, who's like easily the biggest of the three. So I was like the most nervous for. He's in U season four for those people. U season four. And the White Lotus. I've never seen He has an unforgettable scene in the White Lotus where he just gets his ass literally eaten on screen. Um, but he, really, he has a weird scene. He, he gets pissed on, in you. He gets peed on. Yeah, he. he you know, what's he, up with him, Lucas? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the name about him. But yeah, I forgot to click record on my end, so I just like right when that interview pan- finished, I was just panicking. I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like I just didn't get any of that, and I was like, emailed them. I was like, "Please tell me you guys are recording the Zoom on your end." Like I accidentally forgot. <laughs> Um, I think the plan all along, honestly, was for none of us to be recording on our own end, but I just get better quality that way. But anyways, it was a nerve-wracking day. Super fun, though. Um, definitely want to try to do it again with more movie releases or actors or actresses, but yeah, I don't know. Nervous nervous day, but it turned out pretty well. So You did, you did really well. You did much yeah. better than I was, though. You did really well. Definitely. Yeah, I appreciate it. It was tough, because like I tried to be like, like, my two inspirations are Sean Evans from Hot Ones and... Uh, Kevin McCarthy is like a movie interviewer that I've been seeing on TikTok a lot lately. They ask like such good questions. So I'm like, I want to try to come up with some nuanced questions. But like, as I was doing my prep, I got an email from Neon. They're like, hey, just a reminder, only questions about the movie. Like no personal life questions whatsoever. No questions about other projects. I was like, one, that's kind of a bummer, but it makes sense. But then two, I was like, okay, that like cuts down the amount of time I have to prep by like a million times. Cause like I, yeah. I can only focus on one thing. So worked yeah. out well though. Well, well done. Very proud of you. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a good video. Uh, great video. Uh, Cam, how you doing? Good. Are you going in reverse order? I I don't. It's <laughs> the same God. order on the sheet every single time. So I just oh. I I'm just looking at you guys. I'm going in like a oh, circle okay. from the way it's on my screen right now. That's fine. I'm good. Um, Masters week. So we're watching the Masters right, right now. Go Tiger. When um, it's not rain delayed or like trees falling no, down. Yeah. Yeah. Did yesterday got that? canceled, which is nice <laughs> because uh, I couldn't watch it yesterday. So not nice for them, obviously. Um, and Tiger is a decrepit person right now, unfortunately, <laughs> who definitely can't play. He, if they if they have to play like 27 holes or whatever it is today, he, he's not going to be able to, which is kind of a bummer. But shout out him. Go him. Also, shout out Victor Hovland. Um, yeah, that's kind of my week is Star Wars and, and Masters. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of boring. Right, uh, well, me and my wife are looking at uh, houses to rent, so that's fun. Oh, hell yeah. Ooh, that's fun. Just like near same, me. Same exact yeah. area. Yeah, Yeah, just like near us. It's just, it's moving sucks, and 
looking for home sucks and shout out her she she's taken on the bulk of the work so i appreciate her very much you um, have a truck that, right like your your car's a truck yeah that's yeah, like that's such a win for moving to, to have yeah access to it a is truck. It, it is it, you're not wrong about that um it like i've moved so since 2018 i've moved every single year because right. i moved Just into like a college. Your apartment wow. yeah, in your apartment lease or dorm lease yeah moved into college moved into a dorm room then moved into the house i was living in in college and then obviously moved home after the school year then back and then moved into the apartment new apartment after graduating new apartment and then next year we're gonna live somewhere so this time we're doing like we're saying like we're doing a two-year lease we are not moving again so it's just yeah what is that like five years of just straight moving sucks five or six just they just moving for more space i'm assuming yeah we're trying to get and houses are cheaper to like rent we can't afford a house right now like to buy buy. Um, and houses are just like you can get a three-bedroom house for the same that we're paying for a two-bedroom a townhome and obviously you get like a garage you get like a and a third bedroom would give me the opportunity to maybe have like an office or something to like rather rather than in our room which is clearly a mess right now if you can't tell um like it's just it's just a lot same as every other week from our perspective that's fair i mean it's probably a mess every other or every week so it doesn't really matter but it's just it'd be nice to have a little bit more space and stuff yeah yeah. especially when uh especially when the baby starts crawling around yeah he, he he's he's mobile now so we got a playpen that he just sits in for <laughs> just all day he can just lay and roll in there i wish that's the life Seth, yeah true how you doing um pretty pretty shit week to be fair uh had to do like tax returns end of the tax year this week uh we'll start with a new one that was just I hate it. It stresses me out. Bad mental health week. Uh, big, big UFC event tonight, though. So very, very excited for that. Been one that I've been looking forward to for months now. Um, really, really looking forward to that. But um, can you give us your official bit. picks? You won't know the fighters. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, I won't know one name. If I, I, who's the who's I, the main card? Normally, I know at least like a main so card. You, the top three fights would be Israel Adesanya versus Alex Pereira, too. Oh, no. Alex Pereira. I've only counted it. Then you've got uh, Gilbert Burns versus Jorge Masvidal. Masvidal, okay. I know. Yeah, you'll know him. And then you've got uh, Rob Font versus Adrian Yanez. Adrian uh, Yanez, I know. I know one in each. I'll right, take fair that. Enough. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, looking forward to that. That's been so looking forward to for a while. Anna's brother's birthday tomorrow, so we're going for a meal with that. That should be good. Just a stressful week, man. Just one of those bad men's health weeks. Um, pretty much it. Pretty boring, stressful, but got something to look forward to tonight. And that's about it, really. All right. Hell yeah. Yeah. Same with me. Just fine week. Started my job. Obviously, I was texting you guys a little bit last night. It's just been a weird, weird job to job transition that I haven't been, you know, acclimating to as well as I wanted. But love the work I'm doing. Um, I just need to make some friends. That's like that's like the number one right now. Cause I feel like such an outsider coming into a brand new team with no one knowing me. Um, and that obviously just doesn't too too well on the mental health when you know you have to see people every single day that you can't talk to or that you yeah. just you know, aren't friendly with yet. Um, but yeah, all right, let's get right into the episode. Um, we got, like I said, a ton of shit this week from trailers. Uh, we got two big movies that we want to jump into and talk about. Uh, we also have a ton of Star Wars news. We kept it light on like the regular news this week, just because I feel like we're going to talk a lot about Star Wars. But let's start with our movies. 
uh, Air, Super Mario Bros. Unfortunately, I did not get around to seeing Super Mario Bros. I was going to go last night, but I got home after work and was like, no shot. I didn't get to see Air, so we can, okay. get, yeah. we can three-man two of these. All right, well, I think we... Wait. Seth, did you Seth see, did it? Not see it? No, oh, I didn't right. see it. Yeah, right, so we are. I, I had to, I'll be honest. I could. I picked one, and it was. It ended up being Super Mario Bros., which yeah, is same. definitely, which is definitely the worst, mo- worst movie. And <laughs> it's I, a bigger uh, film, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I felt yeah. like that'd be. All right, so let's get right into air. Tyler, I'm obviously going to start with you because I don't have anyone else to start with except myself, <laughs> and I'm the host. Yeah. And you've seen like 68 movies this year, and this is currently your number one. 68. Yeah. Release this year. Yeah. Yes, correct. Jesus, I've seen like nine. Well, he he did the Sunday. Yeah, right? you got to uh, give him. Does, he had like yeah, fifty Sunday. there, right? Or how many? Yeah, 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 it was like thirty right there. So that was like obviously yeah. going to be tough momentum. Whereas I feel yeah, like the last couple of weeks I've been slacking a bit. Like I I still haven't gotten around like Inside or A Good Person or some of these other releases. But yeah, I loved Air. Um, it's number one, like a, cause I absolutely loved it. Like I gave it a 9.2 out of 10. So I'll just start with that. But also I just like still haven't gotten, cause I know George is how you tweet this like a couple of weeks ago or something to be like, I still don't have any five stars this year. I'm like, yeah, I don't either. And I don't really yeah. have any like high 4.5 stars either. So still like waiting for the big bangers. Yeah, like 9.2 year. is pretty high. Right. I'm saying like prior to this, cause this is like yeah, the number yeah. one. Um, but yeah, I just love I, the direction of this. I can't wait for cam to see it. Cause you have basketball knowledge and there's so many jokes mm. that are so hey. subtle that like, <laughs> Seth, do you got? Do you keep up with basketball, like modern basketball too? Because I know you watch some old OG basketball. No, I, I used to watch. For this I used movie. to watch NBA for like I was NBA was like my sport for like two years. I know the basics now, but I'm not sure mm-hmm. I keep up with it today. Gotcha. Old school, yeah. I don't know about today though. Gotcha. Yeah, there's there's, there's there's so many deep cuts of jokes here that people who like know ball are gonna really appreciate. But I think even without it, I, I, this movie is very familiar or similar to what what like it's comparable to Moneyball in terms of. You don't have to care about baseball, but you can watch Moneyball and be like, this is a you know a genuinely like very good movie to watch, like I'm entertained with. I think it was the same. Uh, I know, George, you gave it a three or 3.5? I gave it a three and a half, yeah. Yeah, I for this movie, I just think it's so inoffensive that I really don't see any way, like literally anyone could watch it and give it like less than like a three or 2.5. Like it's just such like a yeah. inoffensive movie that's just like very, like for most people going to be just like right around that three out of five. But for me, it's just elevated because I really did enjoy and appreciate all the deep cuts for basketball. I really thought uh, Ben Affleck did a great job directing this. And the main reason I rate it so high is because even with movies like Banshees last year, everything ever all at once, I still don't think I've seen a movie in like quite some time that has a cast with this much chemistry from every single character as air did. Like obviously we know Matt Damon and Ben Affleck have such a deep history, but Jason Bateman, Chris Messina, Viola Davis, uh, who am I missing? I don't know, just like every, even the smallest of side characters, like this entire cast had just an insane amount of chemistry and it was just so fun to watch them all work together. And yeah, it just all came together to be such a movie that's such a, like pretty basic story. Like Ben Affleck's other movies, like The Town is like a crime mafia movie. We have, uh, what's the one, Argo, which is like a hostage crisis situation where they make a fake movie. Whereas Ayer's just like signing Michael Jordan to a sneaker deal. It's like his least like exciting narrative yet but yet he turned it into a very good movie so i don't know i had a great time with it yeah i didn't even I, know that jason bateman was in it yeah he yeah. was really good in it too yeah, i like jason a lot i think they all put on fantastic performances but um yeah i'm right there with you my my three and a half is not like not a bad three and a half at all i loved my time with this movie i also i don't know about you i had a great theater experience like my crowd was into it they were dying of laughing there was two women sitting next to me uh who were like 
they had to have just been huge basketball or Michael Jordan fans because they were hysterically crying, hysterically laughing. They were like audibly like, oh, every time something happened. And I thought it was just like the funniest thing in the world. Um, and then also I, I saw the movie with uh, our good friend Sophie and she said after the movie, she was like, I can't even imagine like how much fun they probably had watching this movie. And that just goes right back to what you said about like the chemistry. Like, I just feel like everyone, like it's a simple narrative, exactly what you said. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing flashy. Um, but it just looks like they all wanted to be there. It didn't look like anyone was there just to cash in a paycheck in a movie about Michael Jordan, even though it wasn't really about Michael Jordan. Um, but yeah, I had a great time with it. Um, Viola Davis, I think, is the greatest actress ever. Uh, I, she's so good. She is so good. Her performance ever? in this movie. Wow. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about ever. I might be a stretch. But I, it, I said I think she was held back in this movie. But, like, Viola Davis being held back is still giving a better performance than, like, a majority, most than most people. Yeah, yeah, like, she was just so subtle and so intimidating. I, I loved watching her on screen. I think Ben Affleck, direction. Tyler, you obviously tweeted yesterday that, like, Ben Affleck needs to be in the conversation of, like, one of the best working directors today, which is true because between Air, uh, uh, Argo, and The Town, he, he hasn't gone, missed. baby gone. Yeah, Gone Baby Gone. He he just hasn't missed in the director's chair. Um uh and, and I just love it. Um but yeah, I, I enjoy this movie a lot and I don't have like I'll never act like I have a lot of basketball knowledge. I think I watch basketball regularly, but I'm not one of those people that's like studying analytics, studying players, trade deadlines, stuff like that. But this movie did such a good job at not making Michael Jordan just like the focus of this film. Um, which I love. You don't even see Michael Jordan's face, which I think is amazing. I think that was a really interesting, creative decision that I, that I really enjoyed because that's not what this movie is about. This movie is about Nike and how they try to sign Michael Jordan. Um, yeah, I wanted to bring that up because like at first I thought that was like a little awkward part of the movie because I was like, oh, that's weird because he is like in you know the boardroom scenes, but you never see his yeah. face and never hear him talk. But then I was like talking with it, talking with some other people about it afterwards and looking it up and. They were kind of like, that was their creative decision because Michael Jordan's a larger-than-life person. Like, any 18-year-old yeah. actor that had to play him wouldn't do justice to, like... Like, because, I mean, at the end of the movie, it's like, Michael Jordan makes $400 million a year alone just from the shoes, like, he sells. Yeah. Like, who, like, he's a larger-than-life figure. That's how the movie treated him. Like, they... He's, he's just faceless, and, nameless, but yeah. his presence is still there and, like, the greatest. Yeah, it's... I loved it because I did, I I really thought going into the movie they were like going to cast someone as Michael Jordan and just do like you know cheap like oh my god it's Michael Jordan moments right. um, but I'm really happy they did and I also think that just allowed them to to focus more time on Matt Damon his character was obviously you know the central POV of the story uh, and he put on him that his entire boardroom monologue was awesome he he is so good. Um, but yeah, overall, I went with a three and a half out of five. It's probably going to go up on rewatch. And I really do want to rewatch it because I genuinely had a great time with this movie. Uh, anything else you want to say, Tom? Yeah, like one of my favorite things in the movie that I, just, I don't know. I thought Ben Affleck made so many creative decisions here that I loved because at the end of the day, this is a bi bi like a biopic biography movie. So, you know, it's pretty standard when you watch a movie that's based on real life. You know, you have the movie. And then what do you get right before the credits? You get all the slideshow of, like, the text saying, like, yeah. this is what happened next. This is what happened in real life. He made one decision where, like, halfway in the movie he had a title card like that. Because basically, like, Ben Affleck, I think, was on the phone. He's like, what's the most we've ever done in sales for a shoe deal in one year? Like, $3 million? And, like, it just pops up on the screen of text. It's like, Michael Jordan in the first year sold, like, $300 million or something like yeah. that. And I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> 
But the coolest thing in the whole movie for me was, which I thought was such an insanely impactful scene, was when he was talking to young Michael and, like, his family, and he's, like, basically explaining how his future is going to go. He's, like, you're going to climb to the top of the mountain. People are going to try and tear you down. You're going to go through adversity. And he was showing, like, during that whole speech, like, they were showing clips of, like, Michael Jordan's actual life, like, of his father dying when he gets older, like, of him going to the MLB of him suffering injuries of him suffering losses. I was like, damn, this is like crazy that he's like talking to like the young family and it's like showing these real life clips of like what Michael Jordan's life actually becomes. I was like, I was impressed. I was like, Ben Affleck made a lot of creative decisions that were very different than a typical biography movie that I thought just elevated this. I thought they just, he just took such a, it's a story about business. It's about, it's like a capitalism story about a guy signing a Nike shoe deal. And like, they turned it into, he turned it into like a very, I don't think you could tell that story any better than he did basically. So yeah, I no, had a good time with it. And Chris Messina as the agent was hilarious. Like very hilarious. similar to like Babylon vibes <laughs> of that producer where he's just like screaming, like everyone, let's just get this shot and shut the fuck up. Like it was very similar to that. And he was so he's funny. So like he stole funny. every scene he was in. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, like to, to your point of like them showing all these cuts in the middle of the movie, like everyone knows Michael Jordan's story. So it's like, I'm happy like Ben Affleck didn't like shy away from showing his story in the middle of the movie. Cause it's like, you're not hiding anything. Like we, we know we all, this is one of the greatest figures in sports history. Maybe the greatest, like everyone knows what happened. So like making these creative decisions, I just think enhanced the viewing experience. Cause it's like, yeah, Matt Damon is saying one thing to young Michael Jordan, and then you're watching it unfold, and it's it's, it's crazy, and I absolutely love that. Cam, I really am excited for you to watch this movie the more we talk about it. Yeah, I've been I, uh, I was letting you guys have your review. I am very excited to see this, and like me not seeing it this week doesn't mean I'm isn't because I'm not excited. I just didn't have the time. It's one of my more anticipated movies because I have both I have both Argo and The Town as a five out of five. I fucking love those movies. Tyler is the only knowledgeable man on this podcast because <laughs> he also has Argo as a five out of five um, movies. I've, I've, incredible. I have it a four and a half out of five. Oh, I thought it was a four. I thought yeah, it was three point five. Yeah, yeah, Seth has a three point five. Yeah, it's silly. That's fine. Um, God, I love those movies. But um, also, Cam Walsh lore here. Don't know if I've said this. I was born in Chicago, um, and my parents lived there for like twenty one years, and I lived there for only like seven. But big Bulls family, big like Michael Jordan family, they kind of they were living there when he was at his height. And they like said they said like nothing was better than going to a Bulls game when he was just the fucking goat. Um, so I, I'm very excited for that. For that reason, um, my parents like want to see it super bad. Obvious, obviously, it's uh, um, Easter weekend this weekend, so they don't really have time. I think they'll probably go next weekend, but. Very excited for it. Good. I'm, I'm sure it's good. I, I expect, you know, maybe a four, four and a half. I might be as high as Tyler. I don't know. But I definitely don't see myself, like, from everything I've I've heard about it being, like, a three, three and a half, two. Like, mm-hmm. there's, I just think there's no way I'm that low on it. But So I am excited. Yeah. Is it a comedy, yeah, it though? I heard well, it's fucking. I heard it's hilarious. I'd say it's like what I said in my drama or my review. I was like, it's basically like a drama mainly. It's like a business drama, similar to like I don't know, like the Big Short, Social Network. But there's so much comedy in it. But also there's like quite a few thrilling scenes, like you know, like similar yeah. like Social Network, where you kind of hold your breath, like shit, this better work out or else they're fucked. But just yeah, one thing. Like, a lot of comedic actors and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know because in the genres, Letterbox, we know that usually just. 
list so many. It's just got drama, and I've heard so many people say it's hilarious. Mm. So it's no, just, yeah, I laughed yeah. out loud quite a bit. But one thing I yeah. want to talk yeah. to is like the budget is was like eighty million, and everyone's like, "How does it cost this much?" Yeah, and that's like kind of a cool thing. Is this is the first movie? I think uh, I saw a couple of people talk about this, but it's the first movie under Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's new production company, Artist Equity, where basically everyone on the cast and crew is like getting paid way more than anywhere else in the industry is paying. Like everyone's getting their fair shake, and that's what their whole production company's plan is. So basically, they got eighty million from from Amazon. Clearly, it's not a movie that costs that much to make, but really, it's just everyone just from the assistant out, to the the water boy to the coffee boy. Like they're all just getting paid more than any other production yeah. studio. So. Cool thing that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are doing. <laughs> There's no anime influence. On this. <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah, I, think, uh, I, don't, I don't have anything else to say. Yeah, neither do I. Three and a half for me, four and a half, and Tyler's number one. Uh, another big release, Super Mario Bros. Fuck <laughs> me. Like I said, I unfortunately did not get around to seeing it, so I will let the three of you just take over. All right, Tyler. I'll start. I, it seemed, it <laughs> seemed, uh, Someone. Yeah, it seemed you weren't you weren't throwing it to anyone. Um, it's fine. Super Mario Bros. to me is like is also in the like super unoffensive. Like, I I don't see how people can rate it a, a two or so. I mean, I do, but like, I just don't think it's that horrible. I gave it a sixty-seven out of hundred. I think you both gave it a three out of five. So I'm at the three and a half area. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed it more than most, I would say, because I'm a big uh, big Mario guy. I enjoyed Mario as a kid. I, Emma and I still play Mario Party uh, and Mario Kart and shit like that. We just, it's it's a fun time. Um, th- this movie's super surface level. It's, I, I don't even know what to say about it. Like, it's it's everything I expected from this movie. It's an extremely surface level movie that has a plot line that you could probably guess if you took... It, it has a plot line. Basically, they're like, "Hey, write a Mario movie in AI." If you've if you've seen that, like, they can write movies using AI now. This is exactly what I would think a Mario movie would pull out, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I just don't think it makes it amazing. You know, I think it just makes it fine. Um, uh, they clearly wanted to put in a lot of Easter eggs, and I've seen a lot of people sacrifice saying that they sacrificed way too much story for Easter eggs. But again, I go back to I think this was about as story filled as it could be for a fucking animated Mario movie. They tried to put a little bit of heart in there, like making Mario and Luigi losers. And then obviously, like, spoiler alert, they win. They save the day. Um, So, you know, they try to add a little bit of heart saying, like, they're not losers, that sort of thing. I don't know what you guys... There What's wasn't a, a massive Infinity War cliffhanger where Bowser Yeah, won. like where Bowser like snaps Mario and Luigi <laughs> away. And exactly. That's that's what happened. Um, but for me, this was like I could have told you what this movie was gonna be about before going into it. And and that to me is not something that makes it bad. It's just something that makes it expected because it's a fucking movie for six year olds, not for twenty-three year olds, you know. But I don't know. I hate the argument though, because that's just no. But that, but that's what it is. Like I could have told you what happened in Puss in Boots because it's a movie. No, I get, I get it. I just like, but Puss in Boots is great. I'm not saying like you. You know, people say you can't critique it. Like it's made for kids. We're not expecting Oscar worthy screenplays. Like we can still critique media. Doesn't matter. No, I I completely agree. You can critique media, but I don't think because it's not an Oscar level screenplay, it's a one out of five. I think there's a. There's what? How many movies come out a year? We'll call it a thousand. There's 990 that aren't Oscar level screenplays. So 
what do you, you know, that's my opinion. You're right. <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> that's, you. that's all I'm saying. I just don't think, I don't see how this is like a one out of five. There are worse movies that come out each year. Fucking, uh, I can't think of a movie that came out this year. Fucking after, you, after pe- you people is worse than this shit. <laughs> Seth was hey, here yeah, after midnight worse than this shit. Can't, can't yeah. the fucking play today. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've seen a lot of. I, I I'm not even arguing that it's good. I'm just arguing that it's fine. It's uh, I I'm pretty much the same as Cam. I think it's like a. It was kind of what I expected. I didn't expect a crazy yeah. amount from this. Do you know what? It was maybe even a little bit better than I expected, or maybe I had a bit of a better time than I expected as well. I think my main issue with it is not the fact that it's formulaic, although I do think it was. And I think it was very predictable. But I kind of expected that. It was so, it felt so rushed. So erratic to the point where we weren't sitting with the characters at any point and knowing and loving the characters we loved from a kid. I just think it was A to B, A to B, A to B all the time. And they, they tried to get through so much in, in, a, in a, what was it, like 90 minute runtime, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I argue to- that it's better that way. Person. For kids, at least, I argue. For sure. I know. I argue that ninety minutes is better that way. But I argue that they didn't need to put a lot of the film things in the film. I argue that for me, in a Super Mario Bros. movie, everyone knows where Mario has come from. I don't think they actually needed to go from the this world, the real world, to that world. I think it could have been better if they went I from guess. Mario. I world. did so think those scenes were super funny, better. though. I did enjoy the real world, like the Michael, I, like the Michael Scott like office scene, like where it's like we're the plumber bros like making like the Scranton. <laughs> that was that video their their commercial i thought was hilarious the, yeah, the yeah I'm plumbing. Not, I, didn't. I don't know why i just didn't i just that I one mind. was released way earlier though like that clip or something just, oh. yeah i think we've seen I, uh, that for a while i didn't mind i just like um i just i i would have personally preferred it i like the runtime i definitely i, I do i was happy it was a 90 minute runtime I just think they tried to push so much into it and it went from A to B so quickly to the point where it did feel the pacing was really erratic and crazy. You know, you think about how much went on in the film for 90 minutes. For me, I don't think they needed to include the origin of Mario and they could have just put it right in. But I kind of get why people, I definitely get why people love the real world thing. Um, Standout has to be Jack Black. Has to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He was, Jack Black was so, he's just, he Bowser is a character he was born to voice act. He was so good. His, Scenes were so funny, and there was a few. There was a few of the good, good uh, voice acting performances as well. Um, I don't think Chris Pratt was nearly as bad as everyone expected. I think he was perfectly fine, and actually, probably better because if it was a guy who sounded exactly like Mario from the games, probably would have got a bit annoying for me. After well, that so night. they they did, and you don't get a ton of his voice in the in the trailers, or at least I don't didn't remember it. They you don't but they much, open no. it up with that with that commercial where he's yeah, doing the voice, the- and then they watch it and they're like, do you think the voice is too much? So I kind of, I kind of like that. I did that, like how you, they handled that too. Cause like it, it, it yeah, pulled same, like same. a big, like Uno reverse card. Cause I was like, Oh my God, like this sounds so bad. But really basically they show they're like, this is him like putting on a show for his plumbing company. But then also when he gets mm-hmm. like really excited, that voice comes out. But yeah, yeah. I thought they handled yeah. it well, honestly in the movie. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And I think that it had, I, I used to play Mario Kart like a lot as a kid. Um, so it definitely had enough, charm and nostalgia to to and i actually laughed as well there were some parts where i thought was I, I thought was actually really funny like laugh out loud funny um there were a lot that wasn't but again you're gonna get that with a film like this i think it was a good time i think it was like a three out of five for me perfectly fine film um inoffensive i, I know a lot of people have been complaining about kind of uh the fact that it's, it's out to make money but again we'll, we're not going to the argument of what movie isn't at this stage but i do kind of get what they're where they're coming from in terms of source material but I think it was fine. I just think the main issue for me was it just felt 
really rushed, erratic pace and, and Formula A, but to be expected. Three out of five for me. I, I enjoyed it, though. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I like, I don't know. I just, I yeah, everyone's upset about the adaptation, but I just never thought playing Mario growing up that it was some, I never thought there was some crazy deep lore that I feel like this exactly. movie did injustice to. I'm Whereas like, it. And I feel like this movie is so easily comparable to a movie from last year that's in the same circumstance by the same company, Minions Rise of Gru, another movie kids loved, made tons of money, but critics loved that one and rated it highly, and I just don't get how they can be like all for that movie and like rip on yeah. this movie when I think this movie is like the animation's way better than this. Like this animation, there was some awesome yeah, the animation. Yeah, the and like I just don't get how like critics were so high on Minions Rise of Gru. And then all of a sudden, the Super Mario Bros. is like the worst movie ever because it's like out to get money. Like if there was no Nintendo World theme park opening up in Orlando, which I literally didn't know about until people were like, this movie was made just to promote a theme park. Because from watching this which movie... the theme park looks awesome, by the way. Right, but I'm from this movie, like they never said like, go see our theme park now or like made it like yeah. I would have never known a theme park's coming out as a result of this movie. So yeah. I feel like if that was never opening... People would have such an issue with it because I like it just blows my mind. Literally a year ago, Illumination released Mario or Minions Rise of Gru, and everyone loved it. Like all the critics were like, "This is great." And I was I like, "How is that better than this movie?" Minions. I Same did not here. Like it. I Definitely. Yeah. Even even if it is an advertisement, though, like it doesn't really take away from the enjoyment of the film, does it? I also yeah, feel like the like the like you said, Tyler. The games are out to make money. <laughs> it's, it's, well, like so it's the thing is, like, it probably it, is an That's not going to mean that I rated down four though because i still like yeah. i'd enjoy right, it yeah. anyway like i don't really care that much about yeah. the, the ethics of it yeah but it's like yeah because i would get it if they're just promoting a theme park if this is like a dumb movie but critics in a theme the, park cri- yeah <laughs> like but criti- critics park. are literally the only people that dislike this movie because like every review site like letterbox imdb rotten tomatoes like audience side all very high cinema score is an a which means just random people out of the theater Every I don't kid, know what cinema score is. This, I don't really it's a, just, it's like a culmination of a bunch of different sites. No, no, no. That's like, Metacritic. Cinema no, that's score, oh, yeah. Cinema okay. scores, they just go stand right outside the theater. And after the movie, they say, like, what yes. did you think of this movie? And like, yes. just random moviegoers. On a letter, letter grading system. Yes. Yeah. Really? Okay. Interesting. You're, you're, you're muted, muted, George. But, yeah. um, Sorry. They give you, like, a sheet of paper before the movie that you mm-hmm. can, like, fill out with, like, yeah. scores and, like, like oh. acting one out of ten whatever one out of ten shit yeah. like that and then you get odds up to whatever. yeah and oh, mario yeah. bros got an a there was so many kids in my theater like i went to the bathroom right out of the theater and there were several kids that were like that was the greatest movie i've ever seen they were loving the whole thing so i was like Idiot. kids are loving it Fa- like families are even loving it because people like rating these reviews oh, like I like I, just, I don't know i feel like this is a very this, this movie is solid like i don't get why everyone's so upset about it but whatever but were there a lot of were there a lot of kids at your screen there wasn't actually that many at mine oh mine was mine was packed and cam you said you tried, yeah we need to hear about your, we need to hear about your theatrical experiences like first off you said you had tried to go last night and there was a sold out showing which is yeah, crazy because so, like last night would have been like the third or fourth day it's been out so uh yeah before we get in, and there's nothing to spoil but um i went so my wife and i were trying to go around eight um so there was an 815 and an 830 at my local amc um and and they were both like sold out other than like the two front rows and i'm just i'm not sitting there um so then we went to my hometown uh regal where uh i used to go like before i uh moved into this apartment um and that was a there there were plenty of seats i'm a, I'm a sit in the back middle kind of guy not not all the way in the back but at least this like second or third to last row um and sitting in the back left of us were, were just 
high school hecklers who are thinking they were hilarious. Um, you know, they're like, it, it's like when you see, uh, you see TikToks and it's like overreacting to every trailer. It's like, haha, very, very funny. Um, but then they did it during the movie and I was like, you guys just suck. And, and I was, I was definitely annoying in high school, um, and would do shit like somewhat similar to this, but I wouldn't do it during a movie. I have a, I have a deep rooted fear of like inconveniencing other people. So I wouldn't do it during the movie. I would just do it when it's like, doesn't actually matter. Um, and there were like, there was like another married couple, like sitting right behind us, or maybe they were just dating, whatever, um, sitting right behind us. And they were like looking over the whole time. Cause the, these people just sucked and they were so loud. And so I walked out to get Emma water at one point. Um, and I just walked out and walked right by him and flipped him off, um, as I was walking by and I, you could hear him. They were like, this guy's flipping us off. And then, um, when I got back, so it wasn't a long enough movie to like, uh, this was probably halfway through when I went and got water. When I got back, like 15 minutes later, they left. Um, and so then there's like 20 minutes left in the movie. We watched the 20 minutes. Best part about it was we walked out and they were getting picked up by their parents. I'm like, you fucking losers can't even drive. Like, what the hell? Hey, you can't. Hey. Oh, sorry, Seth. Hey. But it, 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 in, in America, it's very, you know, driving's like something everyone wants to, especially yeah, middle of Indiana where we don't have a train system or any anything like that. These fucking 15-year-olds definitely can't even drive. Um, uh, the worst part of it was uh, when I could finally like see them, they were unfortunately wearing my high school uh, sweatshirts. So they went to my high school. I'm like, and my high school is not like the, the major public um, one. I went to a smaller high school. I'm like, no, you cannot, you cannot be doing this to me. Um, so that was unfortunate to see, but yeah, they were getting picked up by their parents and they just sucked. They were, they were truly the worst. Like I was genuinely looking at them for as much time as I was looking at the movie. Cause I'm like, shut the fuck up. I was telling Emma, I got like the small popcorn bucket. I'm like, I'm, I'm about to whip this at them. Like I'm about <laughs> to throw it at them in the middle of the theater. I don't think anyone else would have said anything. I think they would have thanked me. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, that was just the worst experience. That's I'm all for people cheering but they were cheering as a joke and overly doing it so i'm like shut up yeah which also you can compare again to minions rise of Groot as crazy teenagers doing stupid yeah, stuff yeah movies, people were like mania or some yeah, shit my, my theater experience was like all the kids yeah. were thumbs up a plus and there's these kids are sitting right by riley and i that during the trailers because like amc always has like 25 minutes of trailers and mm -hmm. before like the wow. second to last trailer they were like right when the, the trailer ended they're like is the move is Mario starting now? And then like the green screen comes off of like this preview is like suited for all audience. And right when that green screen pop pops up, they're like, ah, I'm like, I'm yeah. right there with you, kids. Like you're learning at a yeah. young age to start hating out on your freaking trailers for movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I will say this is my third highest rated of the year. Really? But you've seen? Have you seen I'm, double digits yet? I've, I've yeah, I've seen sixteen. I guess, but uh, a lot of them have been, normal. like, the streaming releases, too, which are normally rough. So, yeah, rough. Quick, Creed, and this. So, yeah, I haven't seen a lot of, uh, like, super highly rated. I also want to say 2023 sucks because it's just me defending, sh like, very mediocre movies <laughs> already this year. Like, I, I got to defend Super Mario Bros. and Ant-Man and the Lost <laughs> Quantumania. This shit sucks. This year sucks. There are also people, there are also people way over-hyping this thing before even seeing it. So I I'm I'm tired of both on guys. Twitter on Twitter yeah, yeah I've seen it all, so yeah people do that all the time on I've already Twitter. rated Oppenheimer at five stars yeah I know you are uh, obviously I thought, I thought it'd become but it was you I know. <laughs>
right. Uh, do you guys want to wrap that up there? Is there anything else you guys want to say more about Mario? Last no, point, shout, shout out Dry Bones. Shout out my boner community. I also want you guys to know I'm actively trying to say Mario because I'm a, I do say Mario. I yeah, I, I said Ma- no, I said Mario. Mario. It's Mario. Yeah, yeah, but I you have Mario. you say Mario though, Seth, because you have like a you got like that London accent, that UK accent, L- London accent. Okay, yeah. I'm just I, I saw, I saw one too many tweets, one too many tweets against people that say Mario, and I'm like, all right, maybe I should say Mario on the podcast <laughs> or some shit. Mario, yeah, Mario. Mario. I mean, right, this guys, movie was are... better than Megan. I haven't seen it. Megan sucked whatever if you guys are enjoying this episode make sure to hit that like button on youtube spotify or apple rate us five stars leave us a review that'd be amazing it really helps us out uh like we said we do all of this content one because we love movies but two because it seems like you guys are interested in uh having to hear what four idiots have to talk about when it comes to movies um cam can you do your trailer jingle for us yeah, I also have a trailer uh, or a jingle for uh, Star Wars when we get to that. By the way, I've been, I've been working on it all, the, all. I've been working on it all week. So, uh, okay. hey, hey, hey! It's trailer time. Thank you, thank you very much. Next, uh, next year's American Idol winner, right there. Uh, we got a ton of trailers uh, and some good trailers. Um, so we'll start, I think, with probably the biggest one of the week, and that was Across the Spider Verse. It is the yeah. second trailer we've gotten. Uh, most of the trailers we're going to talk about are, you know, second, third trailers. So it's not like we haven't seen content. So across the spider verse dropped, I'm going to start because I'm the host and I fucking love this. Uh, I absolutely love that trailer. The second it opened and I heard what's up danger. I was like, fuck me. This looks so good. Uh, I'm really excited to see Oscar Isaac in this role. Uh, we, we kind of got the same a little bit in this trailer, uh, and, uh, he's playing uh, Spider-Man 99, who is a, a very, like, stern and broody man. And I just think that fits really well into uh, what Oscar Isaac can do. You obviously saw him as Leto Atreides in Dune, and he was a very stern man. So I'm really excited to see him there. I'm Great so actor. happy. Yeah, fantastic actor. Uh, I'm so happy uh, Peter B. Parker is back. I know for a while there was a lot of concerns that he wasn't going to be back. Obviously, it was confirmed that he was coming back a long time ago, yeah. but it's really good to see him back. Um, and I'm so excited. I really am. You guys know how much I love Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, Cam, what, what were your thoughts on this trailer? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm pumped for this thing. And th- and when you say, like, this is the biggest trailer of the week, it's like this, this week is filled with, like, very good trailers for yeah. prominent things. And this thing, when... I, we're we're a pretty small mark like sample size by all means but um when when i posted like what trailer are you most excited for this thing had like 60 percent compared to barbie blue beetle um and then whatever else i put uh, i forget but yeah this thing's awesome it looks great um I, I i'm really excited for it i don't really know what to say uh what's up what's up danger is like like the only song in history that will give me goosebumps every time I hear it. And I think they fucking know that. And they're just like, throw it in every, every chance you can get, just add it to any marketing piece, add it to everything. Cause they know it um, looks really good. I love the different animation styles, like of the different universes. Um, That's going to be the way people were like, Oh, Michael B. Jordan used anime references in Creed yeah. three. Everyone's going to be tweeting. Oh, there was 250. There was, animation yeah. styles Did you notice in earth? Yeah. 66, they used paintbrushes. 
No, shut up. <laughs> Neither <laughs> yeah, did you. You Googled it. That's so. going to be the next annoying discourse yeah. that's going to go on with yeah, movies. Okay. Seth, Tyler, do you guys have anything to say? I know there's not a lot to say because we've obviously had a trailer already, but we got more content. Which we This have. might be the first year ever I've looked forward to two superhero films. I think it looks great. I think it really, really looks great. I'm really, really excited for it. I think it looks fantastic in every way. Um, I hold the first one very, very highly. Same as well, not the same as you, but high anyway. And it's something which I'm definitely looking forward to. Yeah, I mean, is it the second trailer or the third? I thought it was the third trailer. The second. I think we got like one very small teaser, teaser and then we got an f- official trailer. And now this is the second trailer. I've pretty much looked forward to it more each one. So yeah, I'm really excited for it. Definitely. Yeah, this is like up there with like Oppenheimer and Dune 2 as as my, my most anticipated movie of the year. Tyler, thoughts? Yeah, the only thing is just that it's the same issue I have with like every comic book movie trailer, and I feel like they're giving us a lot. Like, I feel like I, I saw this yeah. trailer right before. I don't before think that's true, though. Mario, I don't know. This trailer was long, though. It was like a two well, minute trailer. My yeah. question for you is who's the main villain of this movie? Spider Man. I think it's no. Oscar Isaac Spider Man. Yeah, no, it's the spot. The spot's the main villain. The spot? So. Yeah, I got uh, so funny. According to reports, so I'm just saying just I think they I think they want you to think 99 is the villain. That's what I'm going. Interesting. That's they, when when the bread started little. falling through his body. I actually started laughing, and then Miles is like, "Don't do that." So here, Tyler, you finish, and then I'll tell my little thing. I, I didn't have anything else. I just feel like that trailer went on for a long time. It's fair. Um, so so I have like a, a like five minutes Marvel stories book that like i we read to bailey at night every once in a while you know pick a story or whatever um this is why he has a million he has a million different books fuck off he has one marvel book it's fine (laughs) um but but one of the stories is literally this movie Uh, um it's like it's like miles and uh and gwen and they're fighting the spot and some other uh some other um villain or whatever and it's just like a stupid little kid story but i'm like this is the fucking across the spider-verse that's all that's all the across the spider-verse just pulled it from this kid's book i'm sure of that uh, can we, so can, we do a, little... can we do a real quick one day where cam just reads us a book the the, the marvel not, book hey man i can't i can't read i'm I'm not great i'm learning with uh with bailey, ba- bailey can read us then yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> nice. probably get better uh, is it sorry, right. sorry is it different directors this one it is isn't it Oh, I actually know Still Lord and Chris Miller. I'm sure it was different Same. directors. Um, all right, moving on. We got our Marvel trailer. On the other end of the scope, we got our DC trailer because this is uh, Blue Beetle, which dropped. Um, Cam, I, I see you just reiterating left and right that this is not James Gunn's DCU yet. Um, what did you think of that trailer? Sorry, I was incorrect. Phil Lord and Chris Miller just produced uh spider man spider verse um so they're not directing this but i think it's the same directors either it's way. not it's not is it not who is it no it's different it's still just right now i don't know i don't know who they are they've done What's... some the guys who do it now are the guys who've done uh oh okay. uh, different directors anyway i don't know i don't know who they are. all right so um what do we what do we talk oh, okay so uh blue beetle yeah so i understand that like this is James Gunn has come out and he says it ties into the DCU. Either way, James Gunn didn't touch this movie. All right. He may have had like an same with Peter Safran. He may have been able to like give a little bit of tips in post post editing or whatever they call it. Um, But he did not touch this movie. It was casted. It was uh, sorry. It was cast. Casted is not a word. And I always say it and I always see it, but it was cast. It was edited. It was 
filmed everything before they got into even talks of this position. It was filmed like two years ago. That's how movies work, people. I'm just, <laughs> people are going to lose their mind and they're going to start calling for his head if this is not a good movie. I'm the opposite if it's amazing. And exactly. If it's amazing, they're going to be praising him to death. I'm just saying it's not, he, he didn't like executive produce this or maybe he did now because you can just get on as executive producer whenever all you do is get money um i'm I'm just saying just clearing that up looks like a fun trailer though we'll see (laughs) yeah i didn't like that trailer honestly i thought it looked fun but like i hate i hate describing movies as fun because like that's just if that's the only thing i'm saying about your movie i'm just like it's to a point where it's like okay whatever like i hate when people say oh go into this movie with an open mind and expect to have a good time i'm like okay well that means it's a shitty screenplay with just a lot of cool cgi battles or something um but i am excited to like dive into this character more because i do think he has a lot of interesting lore to him um tyler what do you think of the trailer um yeah i'm not super stoked for it but i think part of that's just because it's already starting at a disadvantage because i know nothing about blue beetle like never heard of him never don't know what to expect from him so i think it's like it's, it's similar to like when guardians of the galaxy was announced where it's like i was like i don't know what the heck this is going to be about so i, I i'm skeptical at first just because i don't know anything about these people but i'll go in with an open mind um i don't know i i do like the suit honestly i think it, i think it is a pretty cool suit but it, it looked fine it's i don't very, think it's gonna uh, be i don't think it's gonna be a bad movie i don't i think it'll probably land very middle of the road for me but if it ends up being like a three three point five then that'll be a pleasant surprise it's it's a fully practical suit and it honestly doesn't really look it in the trailer um, no it doesn't i think they just like Which do some like kind of animations on the face like yeah. but the, other than that yeah. it's a completely practical trailer yeah, yeah or practical yeah. suit yeah i love that i love what you said tyler if i get a three or three and a half and i'll be happy that's 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 our line for our our dc movies now if we get an average movie i'm happy <laughs> yeah um all right we'll move Wait, on time to... out. sorry i just want to go i I just want to go Blue Beetle. Sorry, George, have we talked this? Have you watched Young Justice? Young Justice? No. It's a good show. Um, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a fine show, I'd say. Uh, in that show, like Blue, like the Scarab is like an alien tech um, thing. And in that show, it's like a very alien organism that has its mind of its own and stuff. And I like that more than what I feel like we're getting in this, where it seems like it's an AI type thing. I feel like every... Everything nowadays has to be AI and it's starting to piss me off a little bit. Like that's the thing. Like it's gotta be AI. AI's taking over. And I know that's been a trope for a long while, but I know where we're going with AI. I understand chat GPT is a thing. Like I get it. AI scary. Shut up about it in movies. It's like it's 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 like COVID at this point where like everything's gotta be I don't know. That's that's my opinion on AI. Everything's gotta be AI and that's the cool movie. I think in I, I get what you're saying, but I feel like in superhero movies, it's like somewhat necessary because like same thing Definitely. with Tom. Sorry. It's the same thing with Tom Holland in Far From Home when like he gets the glasses. Like that's a child. Like there's no way he's just going to miraculously know how to operate that suit or those glasses without having someone to like guide him. And I think yeah. AI is just like the but I'm easiest not- workaround. Yeah, but I'm not saying like I'm just saying like I feel like nowadays everything bad has to be AI. Like like that like the blue beetle suit's not bad, but you you'll come to find that it's not like an inherently good thing. Um yeah. 
like maybe maybe that's how they're doing it in the trailer where it is an inherently good thing but um that's like a part of his character is that like this suit is like it has a mind of its own kind of he controls it for the most part but like it's not all good um and so i feel like the villain is going to be a ai suit that's all bad um and i don't know i just feel like they always make ai seem like the worst thing ever that's that's yeah. just my thoughts i will i will say one positive thing about this film i just noticed uh i didn't like the trailer i don't know anything about i, I text you guys I, I, don't, I don't even know who the character is like mm-hmm. i don't i don't know he's a smaller but, character yeah. but I, yeah i've never read him but i didn't like the trailer but fine uh the cinematographer though i don't know why i've just found this it's quite interesting is powell Pogazelski, who is the cinematographer who works so like who's done all of ariasta's films and hereditary wow. midsummer cinematography wow. is a very very strong point of those films yeah so it's quite interesting, interesting. i don't know yeah i wonder how, i wonder how they pitched that to him like yo i know it's a weird like, he, he did you, you've done these a24 artsy fartsy films come do a yeah. dc film real quick bro <laughs> the only of the two films he's done is fresh and nobody i haven't seen nobody but apparently no, nobody is good yeah uh nobody, but that's quite interesting nobody, nobody is good nobody yeah nobody is john wick's uh nephew or something um all right next big trailer obviously got to be the barbie trailer um we we had gotten the teaser a couple months ago um but this trailer really shows us a lot more of margot robbie uh and ryan gossing and simi lou and all of the other barbies and like kind of i don't know I, I don't know what this movie's about and i think that's a good thing like i know it's about like barbie getting to the real world and blah 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 but like the trailers did such a good job at like I have no idea what there's, we're going into. There's loads of different Barbies and loads of different Kens, isn't there? Yeah. There's only like there's only like I think it's Michael Sarah's character and uh the one who's like with her, I can't remember who is it. Are the, are the only ones we've seen so far apparently that are not variants of Ken and Barbie, I think. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of humans in the trailer as well. Are they not the hu- oh yeah, I guess the humans like, as well. Like but, Will, um, Will uh, Farrell is a human and then yeah. The, oh yeah, because he's the CEO Will guy as well. Um I'm very, yeah. very excited for this film. I think it looks very, very just stupid and good. And also, the cast is amazing. Yeah, I feel like if anyone other than Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach worked on this movie, no one would be this excited. Like, I truly um, think that. Yeah, I, 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 I probably agree. agree. I think that's part of the hype. Yeah. But it, I, think it's because, she's done... I think it's because Greta Gerwig has not missed yet, and I haven't seen the Park Bench or whatever that movie is. That's so I, I can't... Yeah, what whatever her first movie is, uh, I know she did. She's she's one of those directors who, oh or no, we talked about. No, this you're last talking about director. Yeah, it was a co-director with someone else. But she yeah, co-directed. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I have uh, seen all of her singly directed movies. Fantastic. To give her a C would be crazy, in my opinion. <laughs> to give her films, a two films, two films. Steph gave her a C. Two films that are both A. But I also put her above Russo Brothers. So. That's fine. That's valid. I that's think, valid. I don't yeah, that's, really, I think that's she's a much better. I think she's a much better director than the Russo brothers. Yeah, so. that's not a crazy take. Yeah, I thought you'd get upset by that. Interesting. No, dude, I do not defend the Russo brothers. <laughs> I just defend the MCU. Well, I don't. Yeah, I just defend the MCU. I think I think they do fine when they're given. This we are getting way off topic here. Yeah, uh, back I to the like trailer. Every, every episode we like side note to like something about the MCU. Yeah, and then exactly. Cam and Seth just get into it. But I thought the trailer was good. I'm a little worried about the comedy. Like I think it might get a little old after a while because it is very, it's very in your face and like the whole like you know beat you off like dialogue. I was like that is funny, but if this whole movie something like that, that I won't love laugh, it. It, it would be. 
it would be the biggest shocker of like the century if I rate this movie higher than either Lady Bird or Little Women. Like I just think there's no. What do you way. rate them? They're high four point five stars for me. I don't think this has a chance in my world. I just don't. I don't know. I'm like excited for it, but I'm not expecting this to be like a. So I think movie. I think this movie's kind of hitting us with a little like wraparound. I think um, I think this movie is trying to like in the trailers. It's showing that it's glamorous and it's fun and it's an and exciting. I think that's going to be like I think that's going to be like a twenty minute section of the movie, I, I and it's going to yeah, be yeah. like it's going to be like a super feminist movie. Yeah. That's not what I was saying. I was saying more. I think it's going to be like a horror movie afterwards. It'll I think be, like it's it going to be like I think it's going to have horror the perfect elements. World the, and then yeah. it'll go towards like, it's like this dark you. way yeah. of the perfect world. Yeah, I, exactly. I think I could like maybe if I had to give a prediction, I think I'll like this more than Little Women and less than Lady Bird. I think Lady Bird was really good. Interesting. So, so, is, little, so is Little Women. Yeah, so is little women. No, Little Women's a four for me. About I think Lady Bird's like. A, like quite a bit better than Little I think Lady, Lady Bird's an easy five out of five. I, I, yeah, I think it's Lady Bird. So, uh, really? I think well, I have like women, 94 and 91. So. No women is higher than Lady Bird for most people, I think. Anyway. I got Lady Bird higher. All right, we're going to move on. Uh, yeah, go Cam. Go Cam. Well, I was going to ask. Um, so, like, Tyler's been pretty uh, adamant on Twitter that this is, like, the third best cast of the year. And I almost argue because, like, I, Oppenheimer would probably be one, but I think like both, I think once you get past like the, the two biggest actors, I think Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling are the two biggest actors like working on, on some of the biggest actors working right now. I think they're more popular than most of the people in, I'm, um, like, I'm in Michael Asteroid City. I'm Michael Sarah. No, Asteroid City's cast is much superior. Like Tom Hanks is bigger, like. More common. I don't think anymore. I don't, I don't think, I don't he, think he has as much like, of a pull I, anymore. Ryan Gosling has a man called Otto's outsold every Margot Robbie movie there's ever been. Uh, well, no, I'm saying, people, people but not Ryan like. Gosling. All right, so Ryan Gosling's the bigger than Margot Robbie, but I, I think I, Gosling's bigger than Tom Hanks now. I think so too. I, I think so. Yeah, that's just one guy. I think though. Tom Hanks since like Elvis, man. I, I don't, I don't trust Tom Hanks anymore. <laughs> I don't know what it is, honestly. I think the layman, like the average person who doesn't go to the theater much, only knows Margot Robbie from The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Yeah, and Tom Hanks is probably bigger with like probably. older people. Like, oh, yeah. Or what else has Margot Robbie been in? I feel like people know her from uh, Harley Quinn. That'd be the only not... other role. Yeah, Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. No, probably... that, you may be right, but I, I think Ryan Gosling is bigger than life right now. Yeah, but he's just one guy. Like Astro, like Dune's tr- cast is better than Barbie's cast. Oh, Asteroid City, Oppenheimer. Like Barbie's top five, but it's five. I just, four. I think, I think like. I also think, like, I while I love uh, Cillian Murphy, I think, um, I think both Don't Margot Robbie to say his and name, right? I, I try. Wait, what, what's his name? No, Killian. 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 I thought it was Cillian. Okay, I used to say Killian, but I thought it was Cillian. That's okay. My bad. Okay, well, I'll say it right this time then. Um, I think Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling are much bigger than him. But then once you get to like Amy Adams and Robert Downey Jr., that that's where like the cast gets bigger for, for yeah. Oppenheimer probably doesn't matter. Also, I just also, think this cast is bigger than you're giving it credit for. Christopher Nolan's pull is way harder than oh, yeah. Greta Gerwig's pull. Doesn't, doesn't matter what cast Christopher Nolan has. That movie's outselling Barbie. I still hold I Timothy think. Shallow. I don't know, man. Cameo. I think Barbie I don't know. has Barbie's I think got Barbie this has this weird thing pull. going on. Maybe it's just filmed Twitter, but Barbie's, uh, like, yeah, yeah. Barbie's got a meme pull going. <laughs> it does. It does. Tyler, what were you saying about Timothy Shalman? I was just saying, I hope he makes cameo because him and Saoirse Ronan are in every Greta Gerwig film, and they're oh, gonna be solar right. mist here. You're right. Yeah, 
God, I love credit. Shout credit. out to Timothy right, Chalamet gonna... for being rumored that he's dating Kylie Jenner. All right, that's all. Oh I'll say. shit! Wait, really? What? Yeah, the rumors on the streets are that they're dating. That's what Twitter no blown up with two days way. ago. Big win. I, nothing's been confirmed, but that's twi- t- he was like trending on Twitter as like Kylie and Timothy Chalamet. Such Bro, a that's a combo. massive Anyways, W. For it's my a good looking mom. I'm taking yeah, us into the weeds. We can keep going. I'm, I'm thinking the under there, but that's crazy if that's true. All right, we're gonna. I know next we went from our, movie trailers to make the cut. Yeah, <laughs> we're now a gossip. Okay. <laughs> that's what we are. Um, next on our list is Ahsoka, but we're gonna put that last because that's gonna trend into the Star Wars news that we have. So, last two big trailers: Indiana Jones: The Dial of Destiny. Uh, and then I don't know if you guys saw, but the movie still a Michael J. Fox movie. The trailer dropped a couple of days yeah, ago, did, yeah. which looked really emotional uh, and really good. I'll be honest. The only reason Indiana Jones is like even remotely on my radar is because of James Mangold. But these trailers have not done it for me. It looks corny. It looks stupid and campy. It looks like uh, Harrison Ford is there for a paycheck, which I'm hope I hope I'm wrong. I truly do. I hope it's better than Kingdom of the, of the Crystal Skull, at least, because I, I, I don't particularly fuck with that movie. Um, but a Michael J. Fox movie, the one called Still, that trailer nearly put me to tears. I, I, I absolutely yeah. love that. The opening reviews for it are really good as a documentary. Like, really good. Okay. Uh, that's, so, yeah, yeah I, I didn't even know it was a thing until Victoria sent me the trailer like two days ago, whenever it dropped. And I was like, damn, I didn't know they were making this. Um, was it not Sundance, Tyler? I, I thought it was. I don't else. know. Um, there's a lot of movies that were at Sundance though, that weren't available to online people, so I didn't see it. I think it was. I might not be wrong. I, might, I think it was. I'm not sure. Yeah. Right. Going. Any thoughts on those two trailers? I know we've already seen. So I, I didn't even. I didn't even post the Indiana. So I woke up yesterday um, and was yeah. trying to get all the. I forgot. I for, I didn't know what time the Star Wars celebration was starting, and I didn't really like think of a time change. So I woke up at like eight and was an already an hour behind and so i was trying to post all the star wars stuff and then i realized like i missed the indiana jones trailer and i'm like i'm not even it's like the third i'm not one, even gonna post it? this right it's now like, it's second, yeah it's but we've second. i feel like we've gotten like for indiana jones we've gotten what the two trailers i feel like we've gotten so many tv spots we've got t- yeah yeah it had a good um it had a really good poster it yeah. did the, it did the have poster poster. Really yeah. i liked it was like yeah. it was like classic indiana jones yeah yeah but yeah, I agree with like you, George. I, I think it's going to be around the same yeah, realm as King of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, I'm I not, think it's... Yeah, on it. What do you guys have that at? We probably King of the Crystal Skull? Yeah. Uh, 2.5, I think. I might not even have it rated because I haven't seen it in forever. I have it, I have it at 2. Yeah, I have it at 2. I don't love it. King Whatever. of Crystal Skull. Yeah, I got it at 2.5. Yeah, so the thing I hate about like the people's argument for like this trailer, because like I th- like I've been pretty vocal on Twitter, like I'm just like I just am not excited for this. I think it's gonna be very crap, or not crap, but at least very mid. And everyone's like, oh, it's James Mangold. Like, look what he was able to do in reviving Logan as a friend, like in the Wolverine franchise. Like Hugh Jackman, still he, Logan came out what five years ago. Now he could still right now do an action movie and be like competent. Harrison Ford, like eight years ago in the Star Wars reboots, was moving yeah. around like an old fart. And this yeah. is eight years after. Harrison Ford the, can't do this what one is Hugh Jackman be. can do. Bro, they keep dropping pictures of him like running, and I'm like, there's just no way. There's no way. <laughs> I really for I really forgot Kate Play and Chat was in the in Crystal Skull. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that movie had a good cast. Well, you consider Shia Buff good. I mean, no, Ray Winston. Ray Winston. First off, Child, I sorry, I he's a shitty person. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's I don't Child consider him good. I know he's good. He's a fine actor. I know he's honey boy. Huh? Have you seen Honey Boy? Yeah. Have you seen the Peanut Butter Falcon? Uh, no. 
I don't think so. You don't disturbed. think he's a good actor? He's a good actor. I don't think he's a fine actor. You only know him from Transformers. You have to see his other stuff. And he's I just good said at Transformers. I had. He's not good at Transformers. <laughs> yes, he is. Man. He's so fucking funny. All right, we we are moving on. That wait wraps up. Oh my god, what? Oh, I wasn't saying wait a minute about oh. like God. I'm saying wait a minute about go look at Shia LaBeouf's uh, letterbox profile picture. He's got a rat tail. When was yeah. this era? I don't know. I don't remember this Shia LaBeouf rat tail era. Like that's just someone behind that, him. That, that ain't LaBeouf it. Is in a permanent I'm trying to find myself phase. And that ain't had, it, Chief. It hasn't left. All right, moving on. Uh, we're, we're getting caught off guard, and we have a lot of Star Wars news we want to go to, which I know Cam probably has extensive notes ready to go. Um, so the Star Wars, uh, what was it, Cam? It was just a panel? Star, Star, no, Star Wars Celebration. Okay, Star Wars yeah. Celebration. Can I do my... Can I oh, do yeah. My, oh, yeah, right. You're, I've, I've been jingle. working on it all week. Sorry, thank sorry. Thank you. All right, so it goes a little... Dun, 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 dun. We talk Star Wars. We talk Star Wars. Dun, 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 dun. Star Wars news. Star Wars news. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was class. That was class. Yeah, that thank was you. class. You were working on that. You were working on that. I thought week. I thought of that on Monday, man. Oh, I was like I gotta do this. I gotta do this all week for a ten second jingle. It was thing. gonna be uh, so before we got all this news. It was gonna be Cam talk Star Wars. Cam talk Star Wars because I've been talking Star Wars every week. So yeah. Well, yeah, you have. Yeah. All right. So, uh, next week. Now, now we talk Star Wars. Now we week. talk Star all, Wars, all and yeah. we have a lot. Um, I don't know how much of this you know we need to spend a lot of time on. For for the most part, we got some pretty big news. Some things we just kind of got. You know, updates on filming and release dates, which I, you know, I don't, I don't think will require a lot of chatting. But let's just get right into it. So the first bit of news, uh, I'm surprisingly maybe the smallest bit of news on this list, uh, Andor season two. Um, they're going to wrap filming this summer, and they're looking to release this summer of 2024. And they also announced this is going to be the final season of Andor. Um, we knew that. Did we? Yeah. It was I always think, a. Two, it was always. A I two didn't even know there show. was going to be a two season show, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah. it was always. That, that's where I was. I I thought that was it for Andor. I didn't think we were getting more Andor content. Oh. Um, no, yeah, it was always a two season show, to my yeah. knowledge, at least. So you you guys know obviously how much I like Andor. I I hold it above every season of like The Mandalorian and Kenobi and Boba Fett. Obviously, I think it's well, a incredible. Well, relax. I think it's an incredible season of Star Wars television. Um, obviously, Cam does not feel the same way. No, I was saying, I was saying, you <laughs> threw in Kenobi and and uh, and uh, Book of Boba as if it was like a competition. Like, yeah, I, think, I know. <laughs> that, that that was to soften the blow of saying I like it then better than every season that's, of Mandalorian. That's fine. It's very good. It's better than this season of it, uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, you're that. absolutely right. All right, do we have anything to say on Andor? I know all we got is a release date, so there's really not much except for you know final season. Fantastic. I mean, not fantastic. I want more Andor content. Um, we also got news on the Acolyte. Um, the Acolyte, uh, it's being dubbed as Frozen meets Kill Bill, which I think was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Sometimes I my... feel like directors just, or I guess this is they the just precedent. say they shit. just say shit. <laughs> yeah, they just... is that what the director said? I no, don't know the, who said it. Pres- Kathleen Kennedy said Kathleen it Kennedy. Um, after she was like it. She was blown away by the four episodes she yeah. watched. Kathleen Kennedy also said she was blown away by the sequel trilogy. So, hey man, they're good up until the last. <laughs> but, um, uh, and then the acolyte, we also got news that uh, Lee Jung Jae, who of course is the star of Squid Games, uh, will star in the acolyte as a Jedi Master. Unconfirmed who the Jedi Master is, whether it's an existing character or someone new, but I'd imagine it's going to be someone we've met already whether it be in uh 
novels or TV shows or something. Yeah, I, I my guess is it's someone new. We've t- we talked this on the pod a, a while back. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see him. But also the the guy who's been playing Chewbacca in the movies and I think in Solo. So I think ever since the uh, sequel um, trilogies, obviously, rest in peace, Peter Mayhew, who played Chewbacca originally. But the actor, I, I forget his name. It's like Junis something um, is playing a, a Wookiee Jedi and nothing better than a Wookiee Jedi. Two of the coolest things in Star Wars. It's a Wookiee and a Jedi. A Wookiee so, is not cool. Yeah, Wookiees. Wookiees, cool. Wookie's no. come on. Rip people's cool. arms no. off. They're cool. Yes, they're cool. Chewbacca's cool. <laughs> Chewbacca's cool. Chewbacca's I, I'm not. Cool. Okay, yeah, so. that's a Wookiee. Wait, what's the, what am I talking about? Oh, You're talking Ewoks, Ewoks man. Ewoks, yeah, Ewoks. Those Wookiees stupid cool. baby stuffed animals. So, so you agree with me on Ewoks, then? No, Ewoks are cool. but not I mean, Ewoks cool. are not cool. Thank Ewoks you. are cool. They're okay. They're cute. Uh, moving along, we got more news on the skeleton crew. Um, uh, and, of course, this is John Watts. Uh, and it's being reported, or I guess maybe John Watts told a story that he pitched the skeleton crew to John Favreau while filming uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, and obviously they, they, they green lit it and now John Watts is coming on to, to, I guess, executively produce it because I'm pretty sure he's only directing one episode because we also have, uh, the Daniels, uh, we have Lee Isaac Chung, Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, David Lowry, uh, and Jake Schreer. Um, they're all directing an episode. And I think it's a crazy lineup of directors. Seth, you'll like this. Jude Law was already confirmed to be one of the stars, but we already, uh, but we also got news that uh, he is going to be joined alongside Kerry Condon. Kerry Condon is a brilliant actress, and she's also very, very attractive. She, you're absolutely correct. She's an incredibly oh. attractive soul and a very great actress. Um, so this, I think, and I mean, we can talk about it when we're done going through all the Star Wars news. But I'm really excited for Skeleton Crew, and I think it's like one of my more anticipated. Um, announced star wars projects besides one that we're going to talk about um cam any thoughts on and i'm sorry for directing everything to cam but tyler and seth obviously step in um any thoughts on the skeleton crew i'm going to take a shot in the dark and say most of tyler and seth's thoughts are going to be i don't care and most of my thoughts are going to be i i most of my thoughts are going to be i care yeah Um, so um yeah great great lineup of directors um People pooping, pooping and peeing their pants because the Daniels are directing this, and yeah, yeah like it just, both. it's so annoying because people are doing the same people, thing let now. Let people get their bag. Let that people get their bag. That. It's not even like getting your bag. Like everyone's also saying, like James Mangold, like oh, it sucks to see him going yeah. from like making movies to to a Star Wars film. Like, didn't he make yeah. Logan? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right like, before Logan, yeah. like and the Wolverine, Wolverine character was just as bad as as the worst, like Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> in, in my opinion, at least. Like, like I, I have, and obviously, you know, it's it's Disney. It's it's, it's this huge empire. So you know, take this with a grain of salt. Disney. Everyone hates Disney, but like, I have faith in like the Daniels and uh and James Mangle that they would not have signed up for this or accepted this if they weren't yeah. guaranteed enough creative freedom to do whatever they want. Obviously they have to follow a screenplay and the story uh of the season that we're gonna be getting. Um but yeah like the Daniels just won an Oscar and they've made two of the most creatively ridiculous films that I've ever seen. Um so like what I, say, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I feel like 
I don't know. I trust them. I don't think they would yeah. come on just to follow Kathleen Kennedy and like, here, make this, do it this way, blah, blah, blah. I just want your name on this project. Last uh, last point on this is that Bryce Dallas Howard is like one of the best directors in Star Wars right now. She directs like four yeah. episodes of The Mandalorian or three episodes of The Mandalorian and then the episode of Book of Boba Fett that was just The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, so, so I guess four episodes of that show. Sorry, sorry to her father, but she's leaps and bounds ahead of her father. Yeah. For sure. Uh, for Star Wars directing, that is. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, Ahsoka. We got a ton from Ahsoka from new posters to news to the obviously the, the trailer. Um, let's start with the trailer. Um, mm -hmm. I loved the. I, I think Ahsoka is one of the most interesting characters. Um, and I'm really excited to see her fleshed out in live action. Obviously, we see her in the Clone Wars animated series, and she might be right there with Anakin and Rebels as my favorite character in that show wow. um so much better than him so much better than who than anakin i mean come on anakin's better in the clone wars but so much better than him throughout star wars it's fine it doesn't matter we don't have come to on. get into that so i mean anakin no I, 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 I want i want to get into anakin anakin sucks ass in the movies man he's such a bait he's okay. such a bitch he's a bitch in revenge <laughs> of the sith such a fucking loser. anakin i'd argue at the character of Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader uh, has the greatest character arc in all of me. Yeah, that's portrayed really poorly by, and I'm not blaming Hayden Christensen. I'm blaming, <laughs> blaming George Lucas. That's fair. That's I fair. will blame George Lucas all day long for as much as I love Star Wars. I'll blame him I for agree. anything. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, we also got news that Ahsoka, Thrawn is coming back. Uh, and Lars uh, Mickelson is going yeah, to be, uh, yeah, that was confirmed literally before the episode, so it's not even in the rundown. I just, I literally just saw it while I was scrolling uh, Twitter while you guys were going through your Super Mario Bros. Uh, uh, review. So that's incredible. Um, I think his voice is so powerful and so intimidating, and I just, it's one of those roles where I just cannot see anyone else taking over for it. Is he the brother of Mods? I don't know. I think he is. Yes, I'm he's brother real. of Mads. He's okay. Mads Mikkelsen. Okay. I made a video on it today, and oh. I, I did have to Google that to confirm, but I assumed he was. Like yeah. I assumed he was, but yeah, they're brothers. Okay, yeah, that, I, I mean, I kind of, how many people do we know named Mickelson? So I kind of figured, but yeah, that wasn't confirmed. Trailer looks great. Um, I, I fucking love Ahsoka. Um, I, I love her character. Uh, Thrawn is incredible. One of the best villains of Star Wars. And I know he's from an animated kids show, so everyone likes to shit on Rebels, but it's he's he's incredibly written in that show. Um, really good, really good uh, villain. Um, not, not a ton to say. Obviously, we get the whole like ghost crew back. Um, we get, we're getting them all in live action. Um, there's an Ezra Bridger, like... Uh, uh, hologram so that's always exciting yep. um we don't have to get into like what happened to rebels rebels but this is basically like rebels season five so the end of rebels is like right before a new hope and this is set probably during the mandalorian timeline which is like five years after um after return of the jedi so looks good um i have i have like a general point about star wars but i'll make that at the end of this uh whole star wars spiel I have a so, general. I I feel like our general point on Star Wars is going to be the same thing. No, I, maybe, but mine's maybe not about Star Wars and more about the oh, fandom, okay. fandom of Star Wars. But okay, cool. Seth and Tyler, anything on Ahsoka? <laughs> is that the one with the weird? Do you know yeah. more about Ahsoka or Blue Beetle? 
Blue Beetle. Can I say neither? Uh, no, tied for neither. I, I know Is that the one with the hair thing? Yeah, the... yeah, yeah. Not. I mean, not hair, hair but yes. yes, I know what you're Whatever about. it is, like a snake yeah. or. Yeah. Sure, we'll call it snake. Has she been in any live action? Or is it just uh yeah, she was in the Mandalorian a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said I don't know. I uh my my video that did well, I, I said it was a first look at her in live action. Perfect, perfect kind of thing to say, considering <laughs> she we've already seen her in live action. I meant first look at her in the show, obviously. Yeah. Um thousand comments, thousand lines. comments. This is no. the first look. If you ever even watched The Mandalorian, I'm wearing Mandalorian shirt and hat in the video. I'm like, no, nah, I haven't, man. Thank you, you for your I'm going to start commenting on all your TikToks. Do you even know yeah. Star Wars? Yeah. Like, thank you for your comments, yeah. sir. I appreciate it. I also spelled her name wrong in the tweets, and I'm very uh, – that 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 I fucked up just in general. Um, So I'm sorry to uh, – no one comments about that, though. But oh, good clickbait. Wait, wait, you spelled her actual name wrong or you spelled Ahsoka wrong? I spelled Ahsoka wrong. So yeah. it's A H S. I spelled yeah. it A H S. I always, always do that. Yeah, I same. always do that. It's a very uh, annoying. It's like Ahsoka rather than us. Yeah. Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah, or Ash. So my bad, y'all. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, Dave Filoni will direct uh, an untitled Star Wars film, uh, which will be the. Uh, I guess final and the the culmination event of the Mandoverse. Um, I don't know about you, Cam, but this came as a surprise to me. I, I really didn't think. Yeah, it was. I, I didn't know he would, but I'm glad he is. Yeah, no, they're not even like the involvement of Dave Filoni. I just didn't expect them to to plan wrapping up the Mandoverse this quickly. Not that it's quickly. Obviously, we're a couple of years into. I it, think but... it's like 2025. So I think they'll get yeah. another another season of Mando. Yeah, but yeah, so. I don't, I don't know that... if we're getting. I don't know if we're getting more than one season of Ahsoka. I feel like it's going to just be the one season, and then I'll, she'll obviously be in this movie. Yeah. Um. I think Mando will be in the movie. I'd be shocked if like we saw Luke or uh, or Obi Wan, yeah. which are technically, I guess, in the Mandoverse now, and if you want to call yeah. it that. And they're in um, that timeline. I'm guessing those two will be the the main of that movie. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's so much of the Star Wars news is like annoying because like we don't know a lot. <laughs> Like all we all we know is Dave Filoni directs untitled Star Wars film Mandoverse, and mm-hmm. that's it. Like, I need them yeah. to go more in depth on this shit. Yeah, uh, I'm sure they do when when they're there. But like, they're a lot. Like, they showed footage from the Acolyte and from Skeleton Crew, and they showed another trailer for Ahsoka today. Like, if you're there, you get a lot more. Yeah, you know, I'm, and they talk about it. Like Dave Filoni and John Favreau were there talking about it, but uh, you, those reports don't really come out till later. Yeah, I know. I, I just need more. Yeah, uh, and then we we touched on this a little bit. Um, James Mangold obviously stepping into to a Star Wars chair. He will direct uh, a new Star Wars film called Dawn of the Jedi about not, the first. What? It's not what it's called. That's the timeline that it's set in. So they like rolled out a bunch uh, of timelines, and that's like the era. Oh, I don't Sorry. know. Oh, no, that's a sick name, though. They should name it, the movie. Maybe that. that is what it's called. Don't quote me, but I know, I I, that's the era that it's in. Well, whatever. Either way, the, the movie is going to be about, uh, about be the first name. Jedi described as a biblical epic. This is now my most anticipated Star Wars. The the words <laughs> biblical epic. And you know what he did? What? He just he described it as uh, the passion of the Christ. Did he actually? It's, it's just, it's what we were saying earlier. Directors just throw out shit. They just man. throw they're it. Like, See, I, they're like, I you know this. Like, you know, I hear really biblical epic, and like yeah. the first thing my mind mind went to, even though they're not biblical, was Akira Kurosawa's Ran, Ben Hur, 
Lawrence of Arabia, like something like that, where it's just like this massive grand scope movie. Mm-hmm. But like, I also could see it being like a very intimate journey, like the Odyssey kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but this is this uh, love. It's just, it's just. I'm gonna one day, I'm gonna make a short film and be like, you know, The Godfather. This is, <laughs> this is that. But did he, actually, did he actually say that, or are you joking? But he actually said no. Like he said, no, he said that. And no, I'm not fucking around. He he said it's like the passion That's of the Christ. So it's wild, described Jesus. it as the passion of the Christ. Like, I, 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 I still just think throw that shit, man. Frozen meets Kill Bill. Yeah, that one's favorite. more wild. That is still my favorite way to describe any movie that, that I have ever, wild. ever heard. The, the uh, first time I saw that headline was from a Lights, Camera, Barstool tweet. So, like, at first I was like, oh, this is a classic, like, once out of every 20 tweets is a joke tweet. And then I saw, like, disgusting film said it, too. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, this is, like, a real mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. What can, a we tweet, start, can we start describing real talk as something, like, crazy? Yeah, like, good, real good, talk like, is, like, good fellas being the return of the king. Yeah. Some stupid agree. shit. All right, moving on. We got two. Uh, uh, we got one more bit of Star Wars news that we want to talk about. One that I'm excited for. And I will say this. You know, I'm tired of being silenced. I know Daisy Ridley's Ray was not written particularly well in the sequel trilogy. But I think she's awesome. I think the character yeah, is awesome. Great. I think there's a lot to dissect there. I think Daisy Ridley in this role is fucking amazing. So... Shark the character of Ray was so fucking good up until the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, and and they, then I I fully understand the the yeah. no I I take that back I don't understand the amount of hate she gets but I understand I understand the, the relatively hate. like level headed takes that people sometimes rarely have where they're like hey that wasn't great I understand yeah. that it wasn't like, great my, my annoying thing is like when the Force Awakens came out people lost their shit people were loving the Force mm-hmm. Awakens and now I feel like people now, are just yeah. hating on that movie obviously because of the direction the sequel trilogy went in but like. You forget she was the main character mm. in a Star Wars trilogy. Like that's mm-hmm. a that's a lot of fucking pressure. And I think she rose to that occasion incredibly. So, and I apologize if I butcher this name, which I probably will. Uh, Charmine Obaid Chinois Star Wars Obaid. film will uh, follow the establishing of a new Jedi Order. It will follow Daisy Ridley's uh, Ray as she uh, rebuilds the Jedi Order, um, and it is set to take face fifteen years after. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. I don't know if I was disbussing films, but I've been seeing some reports that Adam Driver's Kylo Ren will return. And I, I've the, seen o- the only meme I've been seeing is a picture of Oscar Isaac when he drops the line, somehow Palpatine returned, but mm. now it's somehow Kylo Ren returned. And I think it's so fucking funny. Um, uh, Tyler, anything to say on this? Um, well, I really, really like Daisy Ridley. And I wonder... Because obviously, the, so the trilogy wrapped up in 2018, and she kind of took a couple of years off. She did some like shorts, but she had Chaos Walking, Stinker, The Bubble, yeah, Stinker. And then she had Sometimes I'm Thinking About Dying, which I really, really enjoyed, which I really enjoyed from Sundance. So I think she is a really great actress. I think she hasn't been in the greatest movies, I think but I'm excited for her to come back in this. She, God, I feel so bad for her, man. And I feel, I just, all right, this is this is what I was going to say. Yesterday, I posted a video, obviously, about all this news, and it did pretty well. And I, I'm very thankful when a video does well. But I and I love Star Wars with all my heart. I just can't stand these people anymore, man. And I know maybe it's annoying to come on this podcast and, and um, just listen to me praise things that you don't enjoy for hours on end. Like every week, I'm going to say I'm excited for this if it's like a new Star Wars or Marvel project, because I'm glad... 
uh, not to sit on my high horse, but I'm glad I can just sit down and say like, I'm excited for that. Um, and, and leave it at that for now. Cause I'm so tired of people like, and I'm fine with people just being like, Hey, that's doesn't look very good. That's an understandable criticism. Or I didn't like the sequel trilogy. That's an understandable criticism, but saying Daisy Ridley's a bitch. Shut up. You, you're fucking. And every time I click on their profile, cause I'm intrigued. And 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 I, I, I swear to God, nine out of ten people had some sort of, um, um, some sort of like camo, and they were hunters. And I'm like, you're a <laughs> fucking loser, man. And I'm fine. I've gone hunting before. I'm from middle of Indiana. I say it all the time. I've gone hunting before. It's it's a fun activity. I've never shot anything because I suck with a bow and arrow, unfortunately. Uh, but you're you're just labeling yourself as this fucking incel loser who can't get over that a fucking woman is in a movie. Shut the fuck up, you loser. I'm so tired of it. And it's so frustrating because like, I know these people again, Indiana. I know these people, I see them and they're weirdos at school. And all they talk about is hunting and you're a fucking loser. And I'm sorry if you're a hunter and you're not a shitty person. <laughs> and I'm sorry to just like rope people in. You're a fucking loser, and I'm so goddamn tired of it, and I'm sorry for my language if my mom is watching, but I'm just, I'm so angry right now at the response that this is getting. There are, like, there are like comments on that video that's, like, I, there was one specifically that I'm calling out. Uh, it was from someone that is, like, they better not bring back that bitch or else. Or else what? You're going to sit at your dad's house <laughs> and whine about it? You don't do shit in the world, and you don't do shit with movies, so shut the fuck up. Like, I'm no, so been- tired of it. And I, I don't you're do absolutely shit right. either, but it's in, I feel like every amazing. creator at like one point or another has posted a video basically saying, and I did this a long time ago, basically saying like, we don't post Star Wars content anymore because the Star Wars fandom is the worst group yeah. of human beings known to man. I know Jay Stoops posted one a couple months ago, um, but it's, yeah, it gets to the point where it's just like ridiculous. Like, even if I didn't yeah. like Star Wars, your your excitement for this universe just makes me excited. But, like, if you're going on people's comment section and you're, like, labeling Daisy Ridley as something because it's, like, she was written poorly in The Rise of Skywalker, I could use some choice words right now, but I'm going to hold back because I know my mom's listening. But I'll bite my tongue, the famous George quote. Yeah, but I'll hold my tongue, you know. And there's, like, a comment on my post. I, I literally tweeted, and I was like, I'm just happy I can, like, hear these things and not lose my mind over it um, because, like, you're just an ass if you're just if you're saying like, hey, I'm not excited for this because I don't think the last couple of Star Wars things have done well and I'm not a big Disney fan. It's fine. But like if you're just being mean to someone to be mean, you're an asshole. And someone like who follows me replied and was saying like, this is the worst character ever. And I, I I'm not going to reply to uh, I'm not going to reply to him. And it's fine. Um, but I just want to be like, dude, don't follow me because you're a fucking loser. Um, and it's just I'm I'm very pissed off about it it's the same shit that like jake lloyd got when he was first cast and he's uh in a bad place now or ahmed best like nearly took his own life or if you and like no one's gonna hate on oscar isaac but oscar isaac like after the sequel trilogies they've asked him if he's ever returned he's like hell no because it's just it's a such a shitty community and i not i know not everyone's like that but it's really infuriating and like you said george i i or Seth earlier, like all my content right now is Star Wars because that's what I'm watching right now. And I just want to talk Star Wars. And I have struggled to get a thousand views, which is very rare for me the past like 
week. I, I barely cracked a thousand on most videos. And then this one did, did well. And I'm honestly, I'd rather go back to the thousand because it's just like, this sucks. I don't, I don't need to see all these comments about it. It's getting off my high horse. I'm done with it. I, <laughs> oh, I, I don't I'm care. very happy you want to let rant. Speaking of the, uh, this movie though, is it so Star Wars always does like the rule of threes. Is this get, I didn't see them confirm there's going to be the beginning of a new trilogy. I don't think any of these are trilogies. Yeah, okay, so there's just one more Daisy trilogy. Ridley movie as of now, and then maybe they... Yeah. I, maybe that gets a trilogy, but I would get Mandoverse and James Mangold, I would guess, don't get trilogies. Right, yeah. but I feel like, like the Daisy Ridley movie is supposed to be like the continuation of the Skywalker mm-hmm. saga or whatever, the post-Skywalker yeah. saga, so I was just assuming it would be a trilogy, but we'll see. I, it wouldn't surprise me if it eventually becomes a trilogy, but I feel like if they... I feel like they would have announced that already. I feel like they would never have just planned for one movie with like the possibility of a two and a three. It's either one movie or three. We know exactly what we're doing, mm-hmm. unless they care. Um, all right, that wraps not, up Star oh, Wars news. Sorry, if you if you go hunting and you're a good person, I'm sorry. I was labeling you as a shitty alt right troll. I'm sure you're a nice guy. Okay. Uh, thanks, thanks for clarifying yeah. that. We don't we don't want any hunters to come after us come hunt us yeah to come hunt us uh all right now we have some star wars news and that's uh dun, 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 uh, dun, dun, dun. goodbye star wars goodbye star wars <laughs> uh, a lot of good stuff a lot of good stuff to look forward to um if you are a star wars fan and you're not an annoying piece of shit i'm sure you're very happy if you're a star wars fan and you're deep in the fandom all of this news probably pissed you off um moving on we got some uh we, we obviously like we said we're going to keep the the news section a bit brief this week um just because the star wars news took up a lot of time and we had a couple of uh, big trailers and movies that we wanted to talk about um first one and again i'm sorry i keep going to cam but i'm super interested in his oh, no. opinion on this dwayne the rock johnson has yeah. officially confirmed a live action moana remake is in the works this movie has not even been like six years old yeah, this one, I mean, this stinks, but um, I, it's it's better for me if Dwayne Johnson and uh, uh, Lonnie, and I, I wish I knew her name, I forget it, sorry, who plays Moana, is coming back. I feel like that's a bit better. Um, uh, people are, like, turning on Dwayne Johnson right now because yeah. of what he did with uh, Black Adam and now this, and it's very funny because I've, I've always been, like, a Dwayne Johnson's, like, a, I don't know. I, I don't hate him, but or I don't not like him at all. I think he's fine. I just he, he always is a liar. He I've told you guys time and time again when he he went to like Black Adam and he said he ripped down his grate. No, you fucking didn't. And now <laughs> people are seeing he's just he's just a liar to make himself seem like he's this big better than Earth guy, which is yeah. fine. That's what all actors probably do or want to do it to a certain extent. It's just it's just kind of funny now. Uh, I don't know. This probably will be mediocre at best but moana's great i feel like no one's asking for live action remakes of animated movies right now and this like not even a five-year-old movie when did this movie come out 2018 16 either way it's not even a decade old and we're already remaking it i don't know it it feels it feels very odd it's tyler i feel like you have to have something to say about this like this is right up your alley of unnecessary shit yeah i mean i don't care like I, i don't I think for me personally, the live action remakes miss more than they hit. I know some people really, really love them. It's whatever. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I know Cam loves the original Moana. I'm not super attached to it. So it's not like, I'm like, oh no, they're ruining my favorite thing. It's whatever. Like, 
I think it's a little extra sour just because, like, I don't know. The Rock is just, like, falling lower on my list of, like, like, I just don't like the guy at this point anymore. Yeah. Like, I thought, when he first came out of the scene, like, oh, this dude's so wholesome, he's nice, he's so likable, how can you not like him? But now he's just, I think Black Adam, for me, really just really changed my perception on him. So now I think, I think he probably does the same stuff in the public light that he used to do. But now just after the Black Adam stuff, I just, like, view it all through a different lens. And so I'm just like, ah, oh, just shut up, dude. Because he was talking so much shit. The, the hierarchy of DC is about to change that he drops, like, one of the most average, below-average superhero movies you could imagine. Yeah, and it um, sounds like he like made some other movies worse because of him. Because like Shazam, I don't even he kind think of it would be that bad if he did that, and then it was still a mediocre movie. But it's all this shit with like uh, Shazam and like refusing to acknowledge yeah. that, like Shazam and Black Adam. That's the that's the uh, rivalry that people yeah. know and people want to see. No one gives a fuck about Black Adam versus Superman. I mean, people probably do, but like that's not the known rivalry. No. Rock. So just do, stay in your lane for a sec. Then you can get your Superman. Oh, no, he should leave his lane and leave DC, but yeah. whatever. Um, Tyler, this news is strictly for you. But I saw you tweeted about it, and I know you're a big fan of this stuff. James Mangold says his Bob Dylan biopic starring Timothy Chalamet will begin filming in August, and it has been confirmed that my man Timmy Chalamet is going to be doing his own singing, which I know that's heavy praise that we give Taron Edgerton. Um and Austin Butler for Elvis and Rocket Man, and that's why you very much dislike uh, Rami Malek having won Best Actor because he did not do his own singing for Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't know, like James Mangold, like what a guy! He's just gotten so much, so yeah, much loaded up right now. Like he's got Swamp Thing, he's got Star Wars Project, he's got, he's got Indiana Jones, he's got this biopic. Like Timothy Chalamet, I think will be perfect in this role. I. I haven't heard him sing before, so we'll see how that goes. I don't know. I think his sister might. I, I don't know, but we'll see. I don't know if he's a musical guy, but we'll see. And I'm excited. Like I, I think he's one of the better working a- actors today, James Mangold. I don't know how he's juggling all this, but I think it'll be pretty sick. And I, I really appreciate he's doing all his own vocals. Uh, a lot of people made jokes. I don't know. But Bob Dylan, I think, for his voice is very polarizing, and there's a lot of people joking like, Timothy Chalamet doesn't even have to be a singer. He's already going to have a better voice than Bob Dylan. Like, I, There's apparently a lot of Bob Dylan haters on the internet. So Yeah, um, he, he's yeah, yeah. He, he's a very nasally guy, I will say. Right. Um, I'm pretty sure he's from yeah. Minnesota, so shout out Minnesota. Hell yeah. Maybe but yeah, Timothy to, to, Chalamet, to your point yeah. on, like, like, I think it's – so Chalamet has uh, Dune 2, he's got Bob Dylan, and he's got um, Willy Wonka. And James Mangold has Star Wars, uh, Swamp Thing, Bob Dylan. They're both grinding. Like, like, where are they going to find time to even film this movie? No clue. But I will be they're, watching all of them. They're going to text each other the way we text us about finding time for the Real Talk podcast. Like, yo, you got time Saturday, like 9 to 12 real quick? Let's, let's get a couple of scenes out there. Um, not really news. Uh, more of just like a, a thing of interest. Jack Black says the cast of School of Rock are reuniting for the film's 20th anniversary. This is I new. I mean, it's news, but like, I don't know what it means. Like, are they yeah. just going to sit down and like, if it's, if it's like a... I don't imagine they a shot. Like, like the down. thing they did for Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where they watched the episodes and then just talked on a couch. Like, I would love to do that. I, I, I think you'd be that. I yeah, think or even like an I'd love it. table kind of thing where they're literally just sitting talking about life, the, rock, the, the filming film, and everything they've yeah. been up to since. Obviously, I think it's going to get pretty emotional because the I hate that I don't know his name right now. This is really disrespectful. The young kid that plays Freddie, the drummer, Freddy. obviously yeah, yeah. a few years ago, so I could see this getting a little emotional. 
Um, I it's, it's exciting, but again, I feel like a lot of the news we've talked about today, we just need more to be able to like dissect it. We just don't know what this is. All we know is I, I'm like, huge on this anyway. Huge yeah, on. and it's also I know I know we've spoken about this before. I think it's crazy that Richard Linklater did School of Rock. Like I feel like that is just it's just a of, very very good. Just when I think of like Richard Linklater filmography, School of Rock is not. It's not this coming of age, you know. It's it's it is. It's not like a philosophical rumination yeah, of life yeah, and the exactly. meaning of being a person. It's not Boyhood or the Before trilogy. It's a movie about a School of Rock. An amazing movie. <laughs> sorry, sorry for coughing. By the way, a lot. Uh, my my, I don't know about you guys, but like, and this is we're super going off topic. I don't get allergies like hit like hard ever. This year they killed me. And I, I don't know. know. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if it's because like it's maybe the first year I'm in like the city or or whatever. But like I don't know. I've been dogged by allergies all week. It's been it would so... be the opposite. Like being in the city would make it easier sometimes. That's what I'm saying. I I don't know, but it's so fucking annoying. If you struggle with allergies and you listen to this podcast. I love you and I relate. Comment on the video saying you struggle with allergies. Yeah, comment on the video saying you have bad allergies. Um, And the last bit of news, um, and this is more, uh, it's not really news, it's more just speculation, uh, but apparently a new Game of Thrones prequel about Aegon Targaryen's conquest of Westeros is being actively discussed at HBO Max. Weird. Or just HBO. It's weird, but it's also like something I've seen so many people talking about and I've seen the amount, oh my God, the amount of like, Henry Cavill edits with like long hair, wearing like classic uh, Targaryen armor, holding this massive sword. I feel like casting anyone other than Henry Cavill at this point would be a disservice to this TV show. He's and, just the fantasy guy, isn't he? he just yeah, I mean, yeah, but like he just looks, he's, listen, he's just the most manly looking dude in the world. His jawline is sick. Cast him as Aegon Targaryen. I'm super for it. Um, and I do hope they like, green light this project because obviously Aegon's Conquest um, heavily referenced in Game of Thrones Um, so it's something that it's one of those like background noises that like you never hear you never see you just hear about it so it's kind of up to your own imagination on how it panned out Um, but I I think it'd be amazing to see this in live action Um, that wraps up uh, you know the bulk of our episode Um, Again, leave us a like, drop us a comment, drop us a review. Let us know which of the trailers we talked about you're most excited for. Drop a comment. Let us know which one of the Star Wars projects that was announced you're most excited for. We'd love to have open dialogue and conversation, and we'd love to see what you guys are all into. Um, Let's get, before we do our draft, um, the classic, what have we been watching this week? Uh, Tyler, start with you. What have you checked off the watch list? What have you rewatched? Um, rewatched Kicking and Screaming. Uh, thought that was quite good because we drafted it last week in the funniest like, yeah. 2000s draft. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a rewatch because basically I've been like kind of here and there going through a lot of 2000s comedies I loved growing up and seeing if they hold up. Like last night I watched The Bench Warmers and I knew it wasn't going to hold up, but it actually held up a little better Bench. than I expected it to. Like, really? I guess I could, well, no, I was thinking it might be like a one star and I'm going to give it like two, 2.5. So I'm not saying it's anything good, but there's right. some like good one liners in there that made me laugh. Um, Watched uh, The Fault in Our Stars, rewatched that one. That was just an all-time moment working at a movie theater when that came out because I was just be like the usher, like waiting to clean the theater, just standing right outside it. And just everyone walking out because that movie was like selling out for weeks. Everyone walking out would just be just pouring face, crying. And I was like, this, 
so awkward, but like much more <laughs> awkward for them than it is for me. So it's very fun to just stand there and just watch them all be like hiding their face. Like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Uh, watch Training Day, uh, banger movie, obviously. Um, and then was it your first time? It was, yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, that was your first time watching Training Day? It was, yeah. Wow, what did you give it? Uh, four, uh, 9 out of 10, 4.5 stars. Okay. So Good many film. great one-liners in that. Denzel Washington, just incredible. And Ethan Hawke, obviously, a king. Uh, Bro, and, yeah. that's one of those, sorry, sorry to cut you no, off. That's one of those scenarios where, and, and I know um, it's a stupid comparison, but like Aaron Eckhart in The Dark Knight. I think puts on one of the best villain performances of all time because no, but no one ever talks about it because he's next to Keith Ledger's mm-hmm. Joker. And I feel like the exact same goes with training day. I think Ethan Hawke genuinely put on one of the best supporting actor performances of this century, maybe of all time, but no one remembers it because Denzel cool. Washington put on one of the greatest lead acting performances of all time. And he obviously went on to win an Oscar for that. Movie. Ethan Hawke's just that guy, man. He is that Ethan guy. Hawk. Yeah, I thought, I thought he was every bit as good as Endel Washington's movie, and I legitimately mean I that. Like, I think they were basically on par with each other, and that's not bringing yeah. down Denzel, that's elevating Just, Ethan Hawke. That's how oh, good yeah. the duo is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then after seeing Air, I just wanted to rewatch all of Ben Affleck's filmography in terms of his directing because it, it's not like the deepest directing filmography. So I started with Argo, which I hadn't seen since about when it came out, and I loved it, man. Like, I forgot how much I loved that movie. He made Standing in Line at the Airport and taking off on a plane, like one of the most stressful things ever. Like it was just 20 minutes of just intense, thrilling suspense while you're just waiting for them to just try to get on that plane and get out of get out of Iranian airspace. Um, then watched The Evil Dead, which we're going to review on real quick. And then last night I watched uh, Greenberg, which is a Noah Baumbach film from 2020, which a little awkward because Greta Gerwig's the lead actress, but also his, his supporting actress was his Noah Baumbach's wife at the time. So it's like his world's colliding, his old wife and future wife in one movie um but yeah it was good i enjoyed it and i watched something else last night but i can't remember oh benchwarmers i already talked about that yeah no, benchwarmers i was gonna say you watched another comedy where you tweeted like let's see how this holds up yeah like, yeah so it was fine I, I guess i didn't watch as many movies as normal this week so i think it's like eight total so it's a light yeah. bit for me yeah you guys the two of you tyler and seth when i go through like updating letterbox I always do me and Cam first because we watch the least. And then I get to like Seth and Tyler and I'm like, here we go. 72 movies this week. Let's <laughs> log all of them real quick. Seth, what are you watching? They have a lighter week for me again in comparison. Anyway, to, to usually I think I've done like nine this week. I watched Game Night for the first time. Uh, really liked it. Really, I think Jesse Plemons in that is just, it's just so funny. Like, so good. You know, there's such a like a in, on film Twitter. There's such a thing about his character, isn't there? So I was like, it's not going to be that good. It was just really funny. Um, it was also just like or like it was so surprising from a technical standpoint how well some of the, the scenes are, how, how well some of them are filmed. Like the scene where they're kind of running through that you know mansion or whatever, and they're running down, and they're throwing it to each other. It's really really fun. Cool shots. Uh, yeah, it was it was great. I, I really enjoyed. It. I give it a four out of five. Uh, maybe future, maybe four. I love the scene with the uh, Rachel McAdams when she's in the bar with the gun that she thinks is fake. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's really funny. Um, and the scene where what does she say now? And she's like, "Is he dead or he? Oh, he's dead or something like." When, when oh no, he died. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That was really funny. It was just it was just a really really enjoyable film. I watched Rushmore, which was I I need to get into Wes Anderson's filmography. I've only seen four of his films. Um, I liked it. Didn't love it. It was a three point five. It was a good film. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go through them. Obviously, next if, few weeks. So I will say if you if you th- three and a half is obviously I think a good score. If you enjoyed Rushmore, 
that yeah. is closer to the bottom of like my ranking of Wes Anderson films. Interesting, because it is yeah. quite highly rated, like a three point nine. Yeah, um, I think it's a very good movie, but like it was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy. What what have you seen? I assume I've, I've only seen uh, Budapest Hotel, Fantastic yeah. Fox, Rushmore, and the Darjeeling Darjeeling Limited. Okay, uh, which I actually really liked. A lot of people think that's one of his worst. I actually was actually quite a big fan of that. Yeah, that uh, I think is like towards the bottom i think you should watch the life aquatic of steve sisu i think that's a really good yeah, one yeah, yeah. you should definitely watch isle of dogs uh yeah I think isle, of dogs, you will, isle of dogs does look interesting i think uh, you will i think that might be your number one wes anderson and moonrise kingdom did you say you watched that no i haven't seen that yeah that's one of my favorite i've heard that's good as well age. it's very yeah that's very good well, I know he's only done very highly. like 11 or 10 hasn't he um oh, so i watched them over the next like few weeks whatever i watched Phantom of Paradise, which is um, Brian De Palma, obviously I was on a bit of a Brian De Palma kick from Blowout. I've uh, been told to watch Phantom of Paradise, which is like a, a musical. It's it's very similar to Rocky Horror Picture Show, if any of you have seen that. Um, it was really good. I don't like musicals. It was really good. Fucking weird, though. Um, 1917, watched it again. I just, I had a really bad mental health day, so I thought I'd make it watch a film that's going to make me cry fucking loads, and it did, as always. Watched it with Anna the first time. She enjoyed it, which is a surprise. I don't know if you guys have seen a film called 13. It's one of those films that's got quite a cult following. It's like an early 2000s coming of age film. Um, it's all There's like clips all over TikTok and stuff like that. Uh, watched that. Fucking hated it. Just hated it. It was like a 1.5 for me. And then I watched a zombie film last night called Alive, which is South Korean Netflix original. Fine. And then obviously The Evil Dead, which we will go on to on, on real quick. But yeah, a pretty a lighter week than usual. No real standouts apart from rewatches. Um, game, game night, and Phantom of the Paradise being the best things I watched this week, anyway. Yeah, Cam, heavy Star Wars week, I assume. Yeah, Star Wars. I don't need to talk it too much, but Star Wars. Yeah, it was, also... I, and and then the movies we're talking. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, same with me. Not a lot to talk. It was a big rewatch uh, week, just because work. Uh, the only thing I did watch that was new is I watched the remake of the thing. 2011 remake of the thing which i is it a re- i thought it was a prequel is it a, re- I think it's a prequel yeah i think it's a prequel i think i kept saying remake but i think it's a prequel i don't know i enjoyed it like i didn't think it was the most egregiously shitty horror remake like i gave it a three and a half i think they captured the lore pretty well i don't think they did anything to stand out uh you know when compared side by side to the original thing and i think have that... you seen the original original no i have not seen the actual the, movie. I can't remember what it's called. That's quite good as well. I think you should yeah. watch it. Yeah, yeah, but other than that, rewatch week, watch my big fat Greek wedding. Uh after Sun last night I watched, still makes me cry. Fuck you. Um and Borat. Um so light light week, um, just because you know started work and I was getting home a little late these weeks. And um hopefully next week I'll get back on my grind. Hopefully tonight I'll go see Super Mario Bros. Honestly. Um but all right, moving on, you know, our draft. I am very excited for this draft. This is a draft. Um, so a while back on Letterboxd, uh, not even on Letterboxd, I feel like on film Twitter too, everyone was just talking about their favorite movies ever. Yeah. It was, um, good... it was like we like it just for like one week straight, everyone was like making letterbox lists, ranking their favorites, blah, blah, blah. So I did the same. And on Letterboxd, I have a list called my 53 favorite films. Uh, this started at like 50 and I've added three since then. And I'm sure I'm going to, I was going to say, why is it 53? Because I just keep adding movies left and right. Um, That is the draft. You can only pick movies from my list of my 53 favorites. 
Um, I was talking to Seth and the guys before this episode. I'm very excited to see where we go here because I, I don't know. I think it's all over the place with what you can pick. Um, I think we should all do one of these. I've, I don't know why we haven't done one of these before. Yeah, I, I, I was having such a tough time like figuring out what I wanted the draft to be. Um, so I figured this was a good, you know, it's not unique. You know, I'm, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you what my favorite movies are these obscure, ridiculous films. Um, but I don't know. I think I think this could be fun. The order is Cam, Seth, George, Tyler. Um, sorry, let me open my Google Sheets so I can write this ish down. Yeah, a lot of interesting ways this draft could go because there's, yeah. there's like so you have 53 favorites, and I feel like only like. 10 of them are like a little niche to where like if you drafted them, it might not be everyone's cup of tea, but yeah. I feel for the majority, a lot of these, <laughs> the the most part. they're the ones I like. I'm at, I'm, I've, yeah. seen, I've seen 81% of these and I'm trying to figure out what I haven't seen. I've, I've only seen 86%. I've, I've not seen a few of these. Cam probably haven't seen polls. I mean, Tyler, Seth. I've seen a poll. I mean, wait, what did you say? What was your number? Me? Yeah. 86. Yeah, that's higher that's a, than I thought. Yeah, impressive. Uh, yeah. I think, I think for the most part, these are fairly like normal movies to watch, but then yeah, uh, but then you throw in a couple uh, of here yeah, and there. there are a couple that like Paul okay. seen. Are we are we before. making a rule? Because into the Spider Verse. No, is... no, that's, this is <laughs> yeah, available. I, this was the it's thing available. we made this rule. All right, that's no, fair. It's no, available no, no. now okay. because I'm testing the theory and I'm I'm drafting into the Spider Verse. Come right, it's, it's one. I, I mean, I'm I'm testing the theory. I'm testing right. the theory because I think first, I think the Dark Knight would be like first pick. I think the Dark Knight would probably be drawing a lot, maybe Infinity War. But I'm testing the theory. I'm taking into the Spider Verse. All right, Fair. it counts in this one. If no, you say it's not, that's bullshit. No, no, I will count it. I will absolutely. I just wanted to make sure with you guys because I figured if we counted it, it was going to be your first pick. It's going to be. We're testing to see if it always wins. All right, Seth, uh, King, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Easy pick. Wait, I don't have Return of the King on my favorites list. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, I get the fucking poster. Trying to snake me. I'll tell no, you no, because I change all my posters on Letterboxd, and every so often I just don't I recognize a poster. Yeah. Um. Well, my first pick's got to be The Dark Knight. That is my... It, it's not, like I said before, it's not my highest ranked movie on my favorites, but since this is my favorites and my favorite film of all time is available, I'm going to take it. Very expected pick so far from all of you. Um, I'll continue the expected picks and go La La Land. Yeah. And then I'll bring it on the back, turn around with the social network. Ooh. Tyler, I swear this is like the fourth draft in a row you've drafted La La Land. I mean, because last know, time he chose it, Ryan's picks. Ten, yeah. Oh, yeah. He did. <laughs> also, uh, shout out Seth for picking up his second W last week. With yeah. the two thousands, uh, with the two thousands, the voting on the draft um, went different than I expected. Honestly, yeah, same. Um, fuck, fuck. I didn't, I didn't do a good job at looking through this at all. I have a lot. I, listen, I got good taste in movies. All right, I got good taste in movies. Um, I think my second pick, I'm gonna pick it because it is one of my. Uh, it, it's got to be one of my most rewatched movies ever at this point. Um, Oh, do I want that? No, stop, stop, stop. I'm I'm gonna take Fuck. I don't know what he's thinking about here. I, I think I do, but I this think is I so too, hard might be recency I, bias. I, 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 I wanna take all of these movies because they're my favorites. Um 
Fuck off. I'm going to take, you know what? Fuck it. It's on the board. I'm going to take my second favorite movie of all time, Arrival. Yeah, I thought you might have said okay. that. Yeah. All right. Um, ooh, I'm trying to think what my, okay, my second highest ranked film on here. Seth uh, looking at my list wondering where everything from the 60s is. Barry Lyndon. Where's this boy? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, where's in the 70s, but still. I will go with, I think, Old Boy. Yeah, Old Boy is my second highest. Yeah. Go with that. Yeah, that would be your pick. It's there right. for you. So, I think there's one I can hold off on for a while. Um, I'm going to take Whiplash, second. Um, I think of those first two picks alone, you're going to win. But Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, I think I can add something that'll make a, that'll give me a win as well, but I don't necessarily. Uh, I know, I know exactly. Too, I don't want I necessarily exactly. want to be too basic. I know what you're looking at right now. There are definitely movies that I rate higher. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be basic today. Maybe I will <laughs> in the back half, but I'm gonna take There Will Be Blood. Okay, I like oh, that. Nice, nice. Tyler's great. I do movie love of all There time. Will Be Blood. Yep. Very good movie. I'm not gonna, not gonna argue that. <laughs> Seth, is it me? Yep. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Cause, okay. Uh, I'll go. Uh, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be the shining. Yeah. The shining. Hold on. Yeah. I, I was gonna say. I thought you'd take that last time, but old boy makes sense. I didn't know if you had. I think over on here, but you probably don't. That's I don't. No. It's close though. Like I, I might add it. Yeah, uh, Seth, everyone's everyone's gonna know who Seth is in this draft. Seth's oh, draft is going exactly, and I know cool. exactly what his fourth pick is gonna be too. Um, my next pick. Oh, this is so tough for me. I I just I have to take uh, one of my well, I have to take my favorite filmmaker, which I already did, but I'm gonna take him again, and I'm gonna take Interstellar. Oh, I thought you were gonna take Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, I have, for some reason, I, I just. Late. For some Late reason, I just pick. think he's your favorite filmmaker. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to be drafting off this in order of what I have these movie rate, movies rated. Yeah. So the next highest for me would be Avengers Infinity War. So oh, wow. Really? Oh, I, was, I was waiting for someone. I didn't know when that was going to get taken. Well, that was the movie I was talking about that I think I, I could have sealed the draft with. That. Oh. Oh, maybe okay. you were talking about something different. But... I was I was talking about something different. Okay. But okay. Yeah. okay. I, I, that makes sense. I was going to take that my next pick as well. That's annoying, man. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Um, and then I'll <laughs> go with... I'm torn between two here because I both have them tied in my rankings, but I'll go with the one that I have on tiebreaker a little higher. That's Dune. Yeah. Oh, I like it. I like that pick. I, I like it too. I like it too. Um, fuck my fourth pick. Oh shit! In my mouth. Um, <laughs> my fault. I I'm gonna take it. This is a draft of my favorites, and this has easily been my favorite movie of the last couple of years, and that is the Batman. Yeah, that was expensive. Was that what you were talking about when you said rewatches? Yeah, that's what I was thinking at first. Well, it could have yeah, been one too because you've been rewatching another one or something. Yeah, well, there's another well. one on here. Yeah, that I've been rewatching a lot of. Yes, yes. a lot. <laughs> no, maybe not recently, but when it when you got it, you rewatched it 15 times and then. Oh, Dune. 
now. No, Puss in Boots. Oh, oh, yeah. Boots. Yeah, 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 you haven't yeah, rewatched yeah. it in like a week, is what yeah, I meant. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a long I thought, time for Jurassic. I thought you were thinking because I've watched La La Land like three times in the last two weeks, so I thought oh, that right. new release. Yeah, new release. Okay, all right, that makes sense. I got I got Gotham City uh, as fifty percent of my it's draft dead. board right now. Uh, that's all right, George. What was I going to pick? I think you're going to pick the thing. No, I'm going to pick 2001. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah. And then okay. that'll be. Yeah, you're you're gonna get the thing. So yeah, you're, you I was gonna say. I'm getting all 98 out of 100s or higher, so I'm happy with my picks. Uh, I'm gonna take Blade Runner 2049 with my next pick, and then I'm gonna take The Truman Show to end it out. Is that on there? Yeah, wow. yeah, I, it's I, love that pick. I love all these picks. I'm gonna be honest. With you. Well, it's your list. I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> I love that pick. I'm a big fan of these picks. Well done, hope. guys. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know who I would vote for though. Myself. I think uh I think Seth, we we you already said what you're taking, right? Oh sorry, yeah. Uh <laughs> I think so. Let's double okay. check. Give it a look. Give it a look. Seth, Seth, I don't know if you missed it, but Zack Snyder's Justice League is still on the board. Is it? Wow. Yeah, it's right there. You can take it. Uh yeah. Wait. Ooh, maybe. Maybe. No, it's the thing. It's the thing. Yeah. It's the thing. I'll take the thing. That's fine. That's fair. What Seth draft board I've ever seen. It, it, you know what? There was a film, a certain animated film that was pushing it, and a certain coming of age film was also pushing it. But I think I didn't know you liked the Flashpoint Paradox that much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a big fan of the Flashpoint. Yeah, Paradox. yeah. What was it? Perfect Blue. No, I've seen that. It's uh, your name. Your name's great. Yeah, your name's great. Um, I didn't. I thought you'd have Spirited Away on here. Yeah, where the uh, Spirited Away? Oh, no, Listen, I think Spirited Away is one of the goats, but. I thought you did. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I think I'll go for. I think your Your name name is up there. Is one of my favorites. Same with Inside Out. Very, very good. Obviously, Into the Spider Verse. I still can't wait for you guys to watch uh, Suzumi. Like, I'm very excited. excited. Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna say that next week. I'm I'm very excited to see how you compare it to Your Name. If either of you guys haven't seen Your Name, fucking watch it. I'm gonna watch uh, the other one first. What what was the other one? Weathering with you. Weathering with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll watch that one first. Okay. Um, with my final pick. Uh, I just feel like it would be a disservice not to pick this movie, considering it is one of my five favorite films of all time, and that is the OG Blade Runner. Yeah. That's a good pick. It's good. All pick. right. I know. I know it is. Mm-hmm. Final pick, I will go... I'll go Joker. Ooh. Uh, uh, is that the last pick of all of it, right? It's yeah, yeah, the last pick. Were you talking about Superbad, Cam? Oh, no, no. That's what I was talking about. When you said I can oh. like pick a movie to seal the deal, I thought you were talking about Superbad. Superbad would have been a good votes pick. Yeah, I, I that's what I thought. I, I was looking I, straight at for, it. for myself personally. I picked all ninety-eight out of a hundreds or higher, so like yeah. I'm happy with my draft. I just I'm picked shocked. my order. Same as I'm same shocked as Seth oh. didn't take Deathly Hallows. No, I'm I have four point five. Not over the ones. That's fair. I, I have well, like loads. Are of all five. of the other ones of five? The top. The top. 12 films on here are a five for me. Okay. Wait, well, that doesn't make sense. As in, there's 12 films that are a five for me on here. What, what do you all rate Eternal Sunshine? Because obviously George is 5.5. 5. It's a great film. It's a great five film. Five. Yeah. It's, it's a, a, maybe it's a five on rewatch. It's playing at my local theater on Tuesday. Am I trying to get Riley to come I mean, Have you seen it? Big screen? I, mean, I have, but I want to go see it again. Yeah, I'd watch it. I'd, if it was in cinema, oh, I'd definitely good. miss it. What a good... I mean, just looking at my list of favorites, 
this is a good list of movies. They're your favorites. I'd yeah, say. this is uh, <laughs> these are your favorites. Yeah, you know what really I would love be. to know, and I oh my god, I would love to know this. I would love to know taking all fifty three of these movies, how many times I've seen them, like total. A lot, right? Because oh, you probably haven't logged yeah. every watch on Letterbox. Yeah, I haven't logged every watch on Letterbox. Yeah. But like in my lifetime, I wish I could just pull out a stat from my ass that just said, "Yeah, you've seen fifty three movies, and you've seen them a combined total of three thousand times." Yeah, I would say I have a question for times. I have a question for Cam and Tyler specifically. Hmm. What is the lowest rated film on George's list for you, and what rating is it? It's a good question. I think the original Blade Runner I have in the high eighties. Okay. I've got it follows a three. Sorry, George. What? Yeah, I was I, I was gonna say I'm surprised he had that on his list. I okay, so no, Blade Blade no, I need to add me actually. I mean, I don't think it would have changed the draft oh. board, but I'm changing this to my 54 favorite movies of all time now. Well, you to... uh, I'm adding Malignant. So um, that would be even worse. That that's, that's the lowest for me. Then, <laughs> yeah, but that's it now. <laughs> you're gonna hate. You guys are gonna hate this take. Um, here, my here lowest go. on here is uh, The Hangover at a 78. What? No, I don't yeah, hate that. I do a four star. It's like around. I, think it's a a four star I mean, that is a four star for me, but that's the lowest on here that I ever rated. My lowest is uh, Aliens. I have a seven out of ten. That is wild. That's your lowest. That's offensive. That's that's a take my first. my lowest. Hold on. Wait. What? How did I just rank this? Oh, okay. oh no. My... Wait. Wait. Sorry. Keep going. I mean, Sorry. I was gonna say no, nothing on this list. Obviously, it's my favorites. Nothing is below a four out of five stars. But like, if I were to rank them, I would probably put American Pie last. Um, I now... also tied tied with um. Tied with the hangover, I have Zack Snyder's Justice. You're such a scummy <laughs> bitch. I'm going to start hate commenting. Four out of five, man. <laughs> after after I watched Bench Warmers last night, I turned on American Pie, but I fell asleep like 30 minutes in. Not because it was a bad uh, movie, American but Pie just because it was so way I don't too know late if I ever rated. American Pie. Uh, I watch American Pie like three times. Oh, like all American Pie is so Are there spinoffs so worth watching too? Like all the other American Pie movies? Are they still solid or not as good? Uh, I think the two and three are still pretty good. The reunion yeah. was a little bit. The 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 spinoff the, the spin one, pretty bots. Beta Bad House, uh, yeah, the Naked Mile, those suck. Girls Rule, they suck. But okay. like, I think the trilogy and reunion is like, they're all okay, and the first yeah. two are good for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, draft recap. Cam, of course, took into the Spider Verse. Whiplash, there will be blood. Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and the Truman Show. Um, Seth took Return of the King. Old Boy, The Shining, two thousand one, A Space Odyssey, and The Thing. George took The Dark Knight, Arrival, Interstellar, The Batman, and Blade Runner. And Tyler took La La Land, The Social Network, Avengers Infinity War, Dune, and Joker. I think this is a pretty easy draft to, to pick who's who. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like people are going to see Return of the King and Old Boy, Seth, La La Land, Tyler, The Dark Knight, and Arrival, George, Into the Spider-Verse, Cam. Yeah, 100%. Um, and that wraps up episode 31 uh, shout out to everyone who tunes in weekly. Shout out to all the new listeners. Um, uh, again, we are all over social media, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Letterboxd as well. If you want to keep up with everything we are watching, I update that once a week. YouTube and Apple, Spotify, give us a follow, give us a subscribe, rate us five stars, drop us a rating. It, it really helps us out a ton. Um, we, we love uh, all the support and love we are getting. Um, shout out to our executive producers, Al Bodie, Mac Wells, Marcellus, my Miley or Mile Ludi, I apologize, Remy Walker, Seven Ma Jeffy, Ben, Ben Hansi, Benjamin Vesh, Cameron Volker, D 
Dean, Kotamanidis, Ferdinand, 04, John Anderson, Jordan Gag, Reese David, Tobias Johnson, Will Kim, and Eunice BBX. That wraps up episode 31. Thank you all for tuning in. If you've made it to the end of the episode, drop a comment on the YouTube. What is your favorite fruit? Take care, guys.